0: hello and welcome to episode 334 of the awesome comics podcast the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise i'm vince hunt creator of the instagram comic black and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic vanguard dan butcher hello and the writer and brainchild of atomic hercules it's mr tony esmond hello that was quite a nice one this week yeah. yeah, and I think to be a little bit more professional because the last time our, our regular <laughs> listeners heard us, we were <laughs> we were completely hanging after yeah. a, a yeah. thought bubble weekend. But we'll talk about that in a second. Because yeah. waiting in the wings is our guest this week. Yes, joining us is the creator of Picture Books for Bad People. He's the brains behind the podcast This Foul Earth, which has taken over the podcast world. Yep. He's also done the comic bold, which has been adapted into a brand new short film. We're going to be talking about. So, without further ado, it's your friend and ours. It's Mr. John Tucker.
1: Hello, hello. How are we? All right. All
0: right John. John, I feel like this is yeah. probably
2: the last time we'll have enough money to get you on the show. Yeah,
1: Even though you and I did go and eat a pie, we had a, we went out and had a pie. Like we did have a pie it. from from a woman who didn't seem to know she was working there, and I. Didn't... <laughs> Was she was she working there? Where were you? <laughs> she was, but honestly, she was the last to know. But I, I will say this for the record, a point of personal pride for me. Um, Tony and I went out for went out for a little meal and a chat the other evening and uh, when he said you know any tidy places I recommended a place so bad that Tony Esmond wouldn't go inside he sent me a text before (laughs) (laughs) I forgot you said you were going to say this and said this place is a shithole. we're not going in there
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was in this bar and you know when people have been drinking since lunchtime and they just spy you and I've got that kind of face where people you know like me I'm very friendly and they were they were sort of they kept like wanting to chat to me oh mate yeah 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 busy day yeah yeah oh fucking hell I was thinking if he doesn't come in soon I'm going to be stuck talking to these main so i did the better thing and said i'll oh, see you later just had the one drink you know it's like that <laughs> stood outside and waited for john and texted him <laughs> but you did say you'd tell everyone that yeah
0: i, I did yeah I, i'm very, if, very proud
2: of it if tony yeah. esmond
0: won't even walk in the door and like this is the man that like <laughs> when we, here now when we passed the, bar, the charge when when we passed the bar trotters he was like we've got to we've absolutely well that was a tribute press boys led you into trotters didn't yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And
2: the funniest thing was when uh nintendo went oh, can i can have a line with that and the bloke went for fuck's sake
0: <laughs> 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 yes um thank you to everyone um that listened to our thought bubble special well, i think it's probably is it the first um one of that's been totally live that's so been we've totally been, live yeah. yeah we've done it live and and even though it was released uh a day later that we've had some nice numbers so thank you oh we did one in Cardiff, didn't we? But it's not part of the normal numbering. No, 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 no. I'll tell you why. Because
2: I found the audio recordings on my computer today when I was looking for something. And oh, one of the okay. files was entitled, Do Not Play This One. That was the title of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like our audio. It's good, now it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you to uh, our lovely new listeners, whoever you may be, our regular listeners, and anyone we bumped into I Thought Bubble. We'll probably, we're going to talk about this a bit more in the in the show as of course. Yeah. Did
3: we miss a couple of people? Is that time to mention?
0: Yeah. Any... Well, I, I, should we do oh. it? Should we do the catch-up in the shout-outs? Let's, okay. let's get let's get let's get started. Okay. In, keep keep hanging. Keep, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make them think you, for another. You uh, might like, be mentioned hour. in
4: the shout-out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep and listening.
2: Yeah. Tell your friends to listen.
4: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking shameless. Although we will do one shout-out for someone that we did bump into at the bubble, and that's uh, the guy from Comic House. Oh yeah. Yay. Our lovely sponsor every week they sponsor this show and uh, help keep the lights on and uh, we moved over to a different sort of format for recording which is yeah. why we might sound a little bit clearer. I don't know how technology works but apparently it was a lot, it was a bit better yeah, Tom Stewart wrote said it sounded better. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Yeah. Mm. So um hopefully it will continue to be good. I mean John's voice is as smooth as galaxy chocolate as as you can tell but we knew that anyway.
1: Yeah. I've been ill, as well. I'm quite unwell, that's why my voice sounds nice.
0: Uh, uh, do you normally not sound nice? Have you, is, uh, have you got a high-pitched voice normally, John, is that what you're saying?
1: Well, for anyone who wants to know what I normally sound like, I'd recommend going back and listening to episode 169, which is last time oh, I was listening it's on not that uh, long ago, it's I terrible. No, no, it's not, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Thought Bubble 2018 Recap I mean, we, we, last we, time I was we've <laughs> se- <laughs> We've
0: seen you a few times since then, haven't we? Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: it's not like we don't it's not like we don't care about him, people. We, we do don't. love you sir. No, 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 of course. And, I, and
1: I've asked to come back on the show and I was told definitely not, not until you get something in. <laughs> yeah, <inside>. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need you need a film deal.
2: You can come back when you get yourself a film yeah. deal, John.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we all laugh at each other like oh, yeah, he's, he's not gonna, gonna get that. And <laughs> so now look at us. John was like, I'll fucking show him <laughs> <laughs> Last time I saw John was when we you did a Wheel of Death roulette thing. And I got a card from you at uh, True Believers. Oh, when you were dra- um, when you were dressed as Viper. Yeah. <laughs> I remember 20, that. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. Fuck me, player. that seems like a long time ago. Uh, yeah, it
0: was a different yeah. world. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a different world, but... <clears throat>
3: There's a whole different world you can get into in Comic House, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fucking back in the game. Well done, Dan. Oh, God. Yes, if you if you go to ComicHouse.com, dot com, you can see that they are an indie comic marketplace that loves indie comics as much as us. There's a huge selection of titles on ComicHouse.com. dot com. If you self publish, you can list your book on there, and it's another avenue to start selling your book straight away. Obviously, they have an app because everyone has an app. We don't have an app yet, do we? We. Th- no, we're oh, available through banned. apps. Oh. What would an app for this
3: thing be? I don't know. It'd be <laughs> awful. Um, S- don't. Spiritually, it's Pornhub or something. I or something knew you were going <laughs> <was just, laughs> to. <laughs> it was, was low hanging fruit. Uh, and I, we were just uh, discussing
0: fake do. taxi, weren't we, a minute ago? Oh, God. Yeah. Um But yes, the app for Comic House um, is nothing like that. It's full of indie comics, like Netflix, basically. £3 pounds a month to get access to an enormous library of mm. digital indie comics many of which we've mentioned in the past, some that we'll no doubt mention in the future and it's being
3: added to all the time. What stuff is on there at the moment, Dan? We've got those whole slew of books uh, by Orange Loop Press about creating uh, coding with computers, as told in the comic uh, form. That looks great. I'll still get to check that out. That's the JWC stuff. Mm. That's the one. We've got uh, right. Mahoney's issue four, the Polar Paradox issue one, the Cosplay That Doomed the Earth issue three, which I am not sure I've got. I might have to get that off Dan. Yeah, I got
2: Harris. the digital one on that.
3: Yeah, he's currently uh, kickstarting the Inky Adventures book two, so he is. one to look out for. Yeah. I think it's, we've got... I think it
2: crushed its numbers, didn't it, in
3: the first right. eight hours or something? Yeah, yeah. That really matters if you get chosen by Kickstarter as a project we love. That yeah. seems to kind of really boost it up. And we've got Sins of Prey, issue one, which the synopsis goes in this first issue, tell the story of Cornell. as that we tell the story? Mm. Uh, who gets caught up being involved with his neighbor's wife. Unknown to him, this night will begin a big change in his life. There you go. There so, you go. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah
0: it's it interesting. Says, and no doubt there will be more new stuff being added um, now that books are being released at Port Bubble. A couple of months, you know, and if yeah, you, if you a yourself have it, weren't they? Yeah, if you yourself have some digital stuff, maybe it's old comics that are just sitting sitting on your hard drive, just gathering dust. Um, check out on comics house; it gets them out to a whole new audience. You never know. Mm. Plus, we were talking to Pete about the British Library thing that you can check. Um, yeah. What were we talking? Now I've I, I say that, and I've completely forgotten all about it, Tony you remember where, Yeah, where I it can't was? remember, mate. I've got the leaflet downstairs, but I can't remember <laughs> if what it he was. A ticket. Your book goes. What is it, Dan?
2: It can be read at the British Library. I think it's a legal yeah. requirement that you get put in the legal in the yeah. British Library, isn't it? I think that's right.
1: Well, yeah, I, you get put. The, you get put into the
3: digital asset register. I think it's called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I envision the tale where, like, it's a post-nuclear Britain, and we're making the last journey to find our comics in the British Library vaults.
0: Be like the so Book I was of park-off. Eli. I thought, all right. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but but with hentai anyway. So <laughs> Chris the comic
0: Weston, House.
2: Chris Weston storyboarded that. Did you know that? Yes, oh no, I didn't. Yeah, he yeah, told yeah, me and Vince a story about Nicky about somebody nicking his kettle. Do you remember that? Yep. that was yep. his favourite story yep. that night. Yeah, bastards. Yep. A po- yeah, a
0: popular a popular actor also um, became. Uh, I liked him even more after what Chris Weston told us. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, as for Comic House. There's all kinds of stuff on there. There's a 14-day free trial. Find out more about it and, and dive headfirst into the comics that we talk about every week. Just go to ComicHouse.com. There you mm-hmm. go. That was an expansive sponsorship ad this week. And there was at one point I thought we were so happy talking to John again that we were never going to finish it. Yeah. Um, there was one week we started on a tangent and I never got back to finishing the ad. Do you remember? That? <laughs> oh, that's right. That was
2: recent, though. It was only about a month ago. Oh, <laughs> I right. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but no, no. John, John's here and uh he's 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 a big wig now. Do you know what I mean? He's uh his books have made it onto the big screen. And
1: they John. Yeah, big time. Big time. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um those uh those of you listening and no doubt you're you're fans of John's work anyway. If not, this is the perfect episode to jump on board and get get his work and get caught up. But um two thousand and eighteen was it you released bold the book
1: yes that's yeah. right yeah,
0: yeah. it sort of every year merges into one another these days isn't it um, and obviously your work is um how would you describe your different sort of tales
1: your work um I struggle I struggle with this um I, I think it's it's like a mixture of like kitchen sink comedy and like the Twilight Zone, do you know what I mean? Like social realism meets the Twilight. Zone. I don't know. It's, it's
0: Oh, kitchen sink Twilight Zone. All it's the... kind of oh, like with
1: that, oh, but with oh, a sense of humor, man. As well, like yeah. so. do you yeah. know what I see. Yeah, mean? yeah. I mean, yeah. They're meant yeah. to be comedies. I mean, like somebody said, oh, it's like um, somebody said it's social surrealism, which I quite like. Okay, okay, I like I that. that. Yeah, I didn't come right. up yeah. with that. I can't remember who did. Um, hmm. but yeah, I think that's kind. That's kind of it. Yeah, you know hmm. what I mean. Like, and, and like, the, like the Royal Family versus the yeah. Twilight Zone kind of yeah. thing.
0: And your books are always like they have that sort of um. You follow a narrator, don't you? And their their story. There's always, you know, you can hear your voice in all of your work. But, but with sort of, and bold was no different. Um, which is about a guy called Jeff. Yeah. And for those who don't know, because we're gonna get, um, bold has now been adapted into a short film, funded yep. by the BFI. Hmm. Um, yeah. And we'll find out what BFI means later. No, no, no. no. <laughs> 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 um, but of course it was a book before that and we'll, we'll find out about the, uh, the journey of it being adapted and, and your input and stuff like that. But the story itself, what is Bold about?
1: Bold is about um, the world's boldest man. The boldest man that ever lived. Yeah. Um, when he's a child um, his mother takes him to the doctors when he's about seven or eight because he's never grown any hair and the doctor tells them that um, all his, you know, whereas normal people have uh, hair follicles all over their head, that even if you go bald, those cells are still there just without hair. Uh, all of his hair follicles are fused together into a super follicle through which hair can never, ever grow. So, you know, he says, well, you know, that," and then he's subjected to this battery of tests to confirm that he is the world's baldest man in history. And he grows up and, you know, he gets married. and And then a few years go by, and they notice that a small patch is forming on the back of his head, and what's happening is that he's he's got a condition called uh, double bald, which is where your skull starts to recede inside your head, which exposes um, a, a large portion of his brain under a flap of translucent skin. So then he you know, he says, "Oh, yeah, you know, I get terrible headaches. You know, I can't be out in direct sunlight, but moonlight is very soothing." And he's taking these long walks on the beach at night to try and like you know soothe this exposed brain of his and he notices that there's like a faint voice coming from the moon that gets clearer and clearer the more he does it and the moon is actually talking directly to him and uh it's speaking in these sort of like messianic terms to him and he tells somebody at work about it who is obsessed and he passes around these manuscripts of of the moon words and all these people unbeknownst to him start this group called the moon brains who are sort of like disciples of his and even though he's uneasy about it he does go to speak to them you know and that's kind of where you left is that he even though he's personally you know he's like he's like a lot of um Welsh people I know like all my bo- all my books pretty much are set in Wales and they're based on like real people I knew or know um especially like people grow because like n- nothing was funnier to me than like you know um like my dad's mates you know what I mean? Like these yeah. old, these older boys. You know what
2: I mean? And um, well, that's that's where I kind of think. You know, we we never ask the question. In fact, we avoid it about where do you get your ideas from. But well, I have got this sort of image of you on the bus and two people talking about someone's bald head, and they say he's not just bald; he's like double bald.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's almost like that. You know, and you well, think, ah. yeah, because I, I think there is like this sort of like. Because I think I think I said this when I was on the show last time, but like you know, like people have a very good idea of what like Scottish humour is. You know, like you see things like, you know, Limmy and um uh Bernister and stuff like that. And there there is like a, a definitive idea of what Scottish comedy is and looks like and the Scottish comedic voice, you know, Billy Connolly, you know, he's going back years and years. Yeah. Um, but there really there hasn't been as much exposure for Wales, I don't think. And there is a yeah. distinct comedic voice in Wales. And it's these long, shaggy dog stories that Go on and on and on, and there's no delineation between what's important and what's not. You know what I mean? Like there's these (laughs) tangents and threads that seem like they're going somewhere, and then they're just dropped. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, it's it's your dad's mates leaning over to you at someone's Christmas party, going, "I had the most horses in Wales for two months." Do you know that? (laughs) Yeah, they haven't said hello. That's the opening. Do you know? It's things like that, (laughs) yeah. 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 Which is a true story. Someone did tell me that once, but like, um, yeah. So it's, it's all that. That's that's what i try and inject into my work because you know it's that old thing about i oh, write what you know and all that well obviously like i inject some like sort of like weird stuff into my books for like comedic effect but what i know and this is this is true of the podcast as well like um, because we talked you know you mentioned this foul earth at the top which yeah. is sort yeah. of like a podcast version of my comics um it is just that you know um the bloke in the corner of the pub bending your ear and you're not 100 percent sure if what he's telling you is true or if he believes it, but he's just sort of, just sort of lulling you along. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so that's uh, that. That's what I try and sort of imbue my books with. I think Bald was probably like the pinnacle of that. Hmm. You know, I, I still think I think Bald is my best work. Because okay. It's A book I'm, I'm proudest of personally, and not just because um, the film got made and stuff, but I think Bald is like the 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 pinnacle. I think. Of Board was the first thing I read of yours, John.
4: Yeah, I think was, you
2: yeah. sent them through, didn't you? And that was the first thing. You were the you first person to through. ever review it. Oh, right. Okay. There oh. you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah. The, um, I think I probably started all this and it's down to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was the first thing I read of yours. And consequently, I think I immediately got that as a sense of humour. I mean, I'm not from Wales. You know, I, I've only recently started working here. I don't know Welsh people really. But the I immediately got that idiosyncratic worldview that comes, and it comes across, you're, you're right, it comes across really well in that one. And in The King, and you know everything else you do, but that one, yeah. because it was the first stamp I had, and it was that's a fresh fair. thing I'd not seen. Yeah. I think that's where, where I kind of see it, yeah,
0: definitely. I, I also think, like, uh, Bold as, as well, like, just from a visual and sort of making comics, you know, the the two-colour process and and the art and stuff, because you're always, you're always playing with the medium and, and sort of switching up your art and telling your stories slightly different. You know, Bold, Bold's just a very accomplished... Complete piece that I, that mm. I think. The, um, did King come after Bald? I always get mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went, yeah, it yeah. went.
1: Bald, uh, adrift. Uh, plan A, Plan B, Sodo and then the King. Yeah, where so did they? Where books. did the pubic Hair one come? Was that pubic the Hair time? was pre Bald? Um, That's right. You um, Night- said them both okay. at the same time, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Night Watch yeah. was the book before Bald. I, yeah.
0: I I think um, with Bald it was a it was a real. Uh, signaling of where the direction your work was going, in as well, you know, like like say that that mo- yeah, agree, that yeah. murderous row of the the books that came afterwards, bold was like finding you. Would you would you say that's kind of you, yeah, you no. had a voice to begin with because that was why we were fans of your work, but bold was like, I know this is what I like. This is, yeah this is that,
1: that was it because you know I'd, like, I'd, I'd started making comics you know years and years before Ball came out like I was making yeah. these little like over Vizzini things when I was living in Manchester like 2008 to 2012 I think I was living there okay. and um, you know they were these like little, and it was all you know because I'd sort of gotten very into the sort of like the weirdo webcomic thing of like you know Casey Green and Will Laren and yeah. all that kind of thing and like Will Laren basically does what I do you know it's it's like a little story but he does it in one page yeah, you know, it's like a one-page comic. I don't okay. know if any of you are familiar with Will Lahren's work. He did the um, the spicy keychain picture. Have you no. ever seen that? No, not it's these, that. it's these two guys. Like one of them's like holding his hand is blistered and red and screaming he goes i can't believe you got me with the spicy keychain which it turns out is like is, is like a prank that you're meant to know where you put someone's keys in the oven for half an hour you know what I mean it's <laughs> like, weird it's weird shit right but it's really really funny i like, will land yeah. i would say was like a big influence especially when i first started making them but then when i came back around you know things had changed you know like um p- people were printing professionally all that sort of like photocopied you know donald works printer shit that all suddenly felt quite passe. You know, you go to someone like True yeah. Believers, that wasn't, really, um, that wasn't really the done thing anymore. So, like, the, the, that first year before Bald came out was kind of, like, that was me finding, like, what I wanted to do with that longer form stuff. So, like, before that was the taxi, night watch, and gang culture. Gang culture uh, yeah. was basically the demo for Bald. I think that yeah. was when I thought, right, I've, I've got some in here. This sort of, like, narrator's voice and telling the story after the fact, like, this is how... This is how I know how to write jokes, you know. Yeah. This is this is how I know how to put um, uh, comics together. You know, usually picture a page, you know, like a little, like the the the, the narration sort of like scattered throughout the book, um, and that's uh, and that's how I've done it pretty much ever since. Some you know? bit, some bit for me, John, is like
2: almost like a straight faced lie about an urban legend with a yeah. you know with a little wink. So you like yes, you had the gangs, right. the yeah. gangs in it was in Swansea, wasn't it? Yep. You had the man dumping pubic hair. Yeah, you know, you had the 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 baldest man in in the world. Yeah, um, they're, they're almost like you can almost believe they're true. You know, I'm sure the gangs of Swansea thing has a lot of people going, "Is this right?"
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> I a, couple, a couple a couple of really, people have you know. asked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's it because like a lot of the stuff that I thought was really funny. You know, like things like you know, um, like the royal family. You know, for instance, just as an example, yeah. like it's very, very like it's hyper real in there Do you know what I mean? Like, even yeah. you know, yes, you know, it's yes, not yeah. true. It's really, really realistic. And like some things from like, you know, um, like the fast show <laughs> and stuff like that had that sort of like yeah. relatable like yeah. human feeling. Like, you know, that I always bring it up, but you know, like the Ted and Ralph sketches, where the, the, the stately homeowner was in love yeah. with the groundskeeper. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's that churning feeling underneath every encounter. Like I remember seeing that when I was like eight and thinking, God, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but, and Dave um, Angel was a favourite of mine, who I still yeah, send <laughs> gifts from. <laughs> you know.
0: warrior, yeah. yeah, I still love like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> your, your work also, all these stories, they have a sort of um, folklorish sort of aspect to it. It's almost like a like a real I mean, like slice of life, kitchen sink folklore going through it. It's like everyone's living their everyday life. You know, they get back from work, and oh, by the way, I, I had, did, did you hear about the neighbour? They had this egg. And yep. do you know what I mean they start telling these stories yeah. and they're just like weird and wonderful. It's like I've it, suddenly like, realised
2: why you tried to get me in that pub because that's the pub where you hear all these stories, isn't it? Full because it's full of mad <laughs> yeah, face, crazy material, people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Get get Esmond in there. He can get a knife in the face. <laughs> at least I get a story out of it. Be fine, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with with um, bold itself. I mean, mm. when you started talking about the, the story itself, um, immediately it seems like oh, the boldest man in the world. But then you are starting to talk about like how uh, the moon starts speaking to him, or like his brain starts showing through, it. and uh, all these details that come out that the show. Yeah. This, this isn't just a normal story. There is a lot more to it.
1: What inspires these ideas? Is it drugs? <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> I think what it is at the, t- at the time that I was making bored. Like, basically like you know, I am um, not. I think I've said this on the show. It's not a massive secret. Like I'm, I'm, I don't have like a really, really tight history with comics throughout my life. I came to them late in life. Mm, yeah. So the things that I drew inspiration from weren't really other comics. It was just sort of like my my interests. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. like yeah. the things that I was really, really sort of like interested in, especially around the time that Bald got made, was um, I was really getting sort of getting back into like the kitchen sink thing, you know, like the Sheila Delaney films and all the rest of it. Like these like really, really like real working-class british you know, gritty films and the other thing that i was watching a lot of was um was adam curtis i don't know how familiar you are with um adam curtis he's that he makes those like those like found footage documentaries on the bbc they're like like three hours long you know does ring no. about, yeah i can't think yeah you've d- told me about it before but yeah yeah. but it's all so he'll show like a picture of like decaying buildings and he'll like tie things together that you wouldn't think would be connected. So it's things like, you know, um, after the fall of the Berlin Wall, um, only one person was really prepared for what was going to come next. And that was Tupac Shakur's mother and Jiang Ping from China. Do you know what, <laughs> what I mean? And then they'll show like found footage of one person, found footage of another. And it's like, but of course all of this ties back in to the Franken Civil War. Do you know what I mean? Or like all the Balkans, do you know what I mean? And he's got this like really plummy English voice, he's like classic, like old school BBC. Yeah. And but all his films are about um how like people have retreated from power right so it's all about um basically he said like the like the basically like the left wing especially in america but over here as well after the 60s and the counterculture thing failed basically everybody retreated from the idea of um trying to seize power and they retreated into culture so it, it became okay. about you know don't change you know it was change your head don't change the world wasn't it in the sixties and all the rest of it, and it all became about you know um, oh we'll change the world through radical culture and we'll change the world through art, and Adam Curtis is very skeptical of this. He says no, the only way to change the world is by seizing power, and he says and this is what you know like Thatcher, Reagan, all the rest of it. Did. I know this isn't funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, sure, but, carry on. but but this is what this is this is what I was watching a lot of at the time. This is what I was thinking about, and bald came out of that because you know in in bald i mean you know i know there's like the death of the author thing you're not supposed to tell people what things are really about but like for me bald is about giving yourself up to something bigger than yourself which is quite unfashionable these days you know in, in years gone by people would you know um you know be more drawn to sort of like large collective movements but since this sort of like individualistic rise, especially over the past, you know, like thirty or forty years, basically since like Reagan and Thatcher, right? The um big sort of like um uh, you know um united movements of masses and masses of people have become quite unfashionable and a lot of his films are about how do you square the circle? You know, how do you get all these individuals to act in their collective interest. And and I thought that was really interesting. And Ball was, was I, I, about I think... that.
2: I just looked him up, man. He did the hyper normalization, which I watched yeah. years ago. That's, yeah, I get you totally from that now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So all his films are about, are, about, um, are about power, basically. They're, they're, right. they're, some of them are about other things, you know, you know, it's things like, you know, it's like, um, Donald Trump and then you'll go back to like the Spanish civil war and then you'll skip forward to some artificial intelligence project in the nineties. But then by the end of it, you're not at the end of it. It feels like, it feels like a, like a weird dream. Do you know what I mean? You're not a hundred percent sure about yeah. what you've actually seen, but he leaves you with an idea at the end of it. I, I really, I know and I, his films aren't for everybody. I really like them. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so bold was about that idea of giving yourself up to something bigger than yourself. And the film kept this as well. I think, um, uh, but the comic, you know, because in the comic he's very reluctant to to be seen as this figurehead, because he, yeah. he's not hundred percent sure if he h- really believes that it's you know that it's what they think it is or that he's who they think he is. But he recognises that you know there's been all you know the working men's clubs have gone away, there's been this erosion of communal spaces for people, especially sort of like working class blokes, which it has been over the past forty years. Yeah, and he recognises that oh well you know um. You know, even if I'm personally uncomfortable with it, it's for the greater good that I well, that's, that's really come interesting. to have and do it. You know what I mean? So you, I, know, I know it's not funny. I'm very sorry. I realize I was no, not. No, no, no. no that's no, fine. No, no, John, an
2: and from what you say there, that that brings it into focus a bit, actually, because from what you're saying there, he, he becomes the figurehead for something that isn't actually about him and the the uh I don't think it's, we discuss this it's not a secret, but there's a certain person in the audience who says we just want to hear what the moon's got to say, so yeah. that's isn't that exactly what you're saying there is that he's like you say he's given himself over to that to be that sort of river of knowledge from the moon to these people you know yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, hundred percent, and like all the moon talk is all in terms of like you know what we can achieve as a group rather than you know it's all this sort of like very you know um it's you know and and, and you know for, for for example like um the the end credits the music was solidarity forever and that was a deliberate choice because that right. was always you know because me and luke um uh luke uh bather the director um you know me i've known him for a very very long time and, and he really really got the book you know yeah. and he it, there was originally there was first of all it was talks to make night watch into something but then you know things happen and it falls by the wayside so. i know all but, that pubic hair i gave you you know, well, still <laughs> got like, it if, you want, if, you, if you want it back, I can post it. So like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, but no, the you, postage I think on right. that would be extortionate. It right would be. Know, it's like yeah, a yeah. German
2: Shepherd down there. I think we're stepping a bit ahead of the story there, aren't we, John? So we kind Possibly, of, yeah, we've yeah. got the, we've got the, the genesis of the book and, and yep. when it came out and everything. So you, I think, what you're saying there, to, to just carry on from that, is so the director was a friend of yours, was he? And you, and you had you discussed yep. making um stuff for a long time or had you been involved in projects with him previously or how did that come about
1: yeah i mean i i've known i've known luke for he was one of those people like um you know i had mutual friends with him online Hmm. and he's one of those he was like a name that i was aware of um because he lived in manchester at the same time i did and a mutual friend of ours uh connected us in 2014 um and you know, we kept in touch all the rest of it. He was directing music videos, he was, you know, um very, very good okay. ones and you know, he was doing that thing, but what he what he said he really wanted to do was um you know fe- features, right? Um okay. so he came to me in two thousand eighteen with um like a pitch for a live action night watch, which sounded great. And you know, but but as these things tend to be, you know, he was working at this production company, and then he wasn't anymore. So then that all collapsed, and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but then I think it, I think it was like the Christmas of twenty eighteen. Like it wasn't long after Ball came out that um, that he said, um, "I've have just had a like a meeting with the BFI, and I told them about Bold and they really liked it. So how would you feel about? Um, how would you feel about making it into a film? And I because like I've, cause I've known Luke for a long time and we've talked about doing these things in the past Um, like I I, I trusted him to do it properly, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah it it would have been different if, it, like, if I'd gone around like pitching this to directors and saying do yeah. you want to make something out of this then you may not have, I may not have had that, I, I probably wouldn't have let anybody else do it, if anybody else, if some like stranger had come up to me and said I'd really like to make a film of this, I probably wouldn't have let them because you know um i i may not have trusted them to do it yeah. properly you know yeah, but i, yeah, I yeah. and the, and the nature of people who work in
2: tv and film it makes them flighty and untrustworthy and they i would worry that they wouldn't keep to it you know and it would just be a story yeah. about a bald man and that would be yeah. it, you know it's like yeah yeah
4: yeah
1: yeah I mean, that's yeah. it yeah but but i knew he got it you know i knew yeah. he understood it and yeah so i, I didn't have any qualms about also, that so
0: because the nature of your work does feel um very personal and like you know the self-narrative of it, it, it you know it does feel like your voice more than um just sort of say i created this this short comic about a superhero and now someone's adapting it Th- these these stories feel a lot more sort of personal to you in a way don't they
2: yeah i'd, yeah, I'd agree with that yeah well, so i enjoy them more because they're clearly not meant to be you don't you don't write them to make because you think i'm make this movie out of this exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it's just like totally john tucker which is when you said to me oh you know they're making a movie out of it and i'm like all i can think was i hope they do it right i'm i'm worried no so i can't figure out how you were sort of like concerned that it's done right so i'd see where you're coming from completely there man yeah yeah
1: yeah. i mean uh, you know because because i i I trusted Luke like implicitly Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i've told him in the past that i wouldn't have i wouldn't have let anybody else do it because you know i'm such a paranoid freak that (laughs) because because i I said to him i said like i said keep me as involved as i can right Mm. yeah so you know um i co-wrote the script with him he like, he like adapted the book into a script and then we worked together on like um you, you know making it uh, like some scenes i had to be like expanded and some yeah. had to be what was that like? adjusted what was that like seeing yeah. someone
0: else take your words and your work and sort of well, not rewrite it but do another draft of it for want of a better word isn't it really what was that yeah
1: like? i mean um I mean, it, it was. I mean, it was. It was fine because uh, because at every stage, like nothing, nothing was locked in until we were both happy. Yeah,
4: you know. Right. So uh,
1: I never felt like he took a liberty. I never felt like um, you know he was like stepping on anything, but um, you know, um, uh, we, we bo- basically we both had to agree, you know, okay. b- before anything got locked in, because the, like the very the very first version of the script was very very different. It was probably closer to the book i mean it's pretty close to the book as it is you know there wasn't a lot of big changes i don't think there was anyway there were some things we couldn't do for like convenience sake but like, there's an mri in the book and obviously hey yeah
3: we couldn't go that get all. yeah there's no way you could do that that cost a fucking bomb wouldn't it
1: yeah that's it like, we've got a bit of money off the bfi but we didn't get mri money off the bfi no. so <laughs> we had to sort of like um we had to do away with that um, some things we had to expand, like you know, because like his mate who starts the Moonbrains is kind of a like a bit player in the book. So obviously that had to be like expanded out. He's great. He's
2: great in the film, man. he's, yeah, he's, he's really, really good. Isn't he, Nathan, yeah, Nathan
1: really Sussex, uh, who was in It's a Sin. He's been in loads of stuff. Like, uh, okay, yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was says. A, he says one thing. Diamond. You know,
2: you know when the main character goes in to see him, and after he's done that thing to himself. Yeah, and he says something, and it's like it just so reminded me of the way you talk. I, it like, I yeah
1: that was uh, like one, don't worry or something
2: like that. It was like that sort of thing, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. I yeah. I, I I I did the first swipe at that because that that scene's original. It's not from the book. Yeah. Um. I think I did the first swipe at that scene. Right. So like all the lines, like you know, oh, what's all this? Then what's all this?
4: That's it. I yeah, heard, I some, love d- that. I heard yeah. some dozy
1: around yeah. round ears doing this. That can't be true, can I That was yeah. me. yeah
4: you know? oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: that yeah. Really. Yeah. That really works. That bit. That it, it seems so genuine. That, yeah. that sequence.
1: Well, you know, it, I mean, that's that's also as credit to um, as credit to Nathan and Jimmy as well. Jimmy Watkins, who played Jeff, who did such a good job. Like, yeah, you know, because um, he was he was always attached. Like, he was always because it, it was. I think it was pitched to me as, "Do you want to make a film with Jimmy as Jeff?" And I'd seen Jimmy in bands and stuff. I knew him more as a musician. Okay, um, but he was yeah, he was exactly how. Now I, you were I'd telling imagined me imagined Jeff. You were telling me you had an active role
2: in casting. So all the yeah. videos were sent to you? Yeah. Yes. And, uh, um, I don't think you can probably say completely, but you did have a few hilarious videos sent through to you. I think you know, I can people say. People shouting at their yeah. kids. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> um, basically, so to, to put this into context for the timeline, so if anybody's listening to this thinking, how can I make my comic into a short film? Um, yeah. This isn't going to help you at all. Because um, the only advice I can give you is know a fil- know a good film director who likes your stuff and whose stuff you like in turn. Once you got that sorted, it's plain sailing, baby. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so it's the, it's, the, it's the ten year plan. my it. friend. It's the long. It's <laughs> yeah. the long con. Yeah, it's,
1: it's Paul Newman winking at the end of the sting, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so but to 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 put it in context, it was a little te- like a ten minute film, short film, black and white we started talking about it i think at the end of 2018 um i think by the end of 2019 we'd had we'd had the nod we still couldn't say anything to anybody because i you know is it's not good business is it because you don't want to be one of those people who's like big thing is coming soon and then it (laughs) never (laughs) never happens right yeah yeah i got a very exciting email today it's like (laughs) did did you like i should be able to fact check that in two years if you post that on twitter yeah really exciting stuff coming on yeah. oh my god this yeah. is so exciting i mean i'm in
2: mean, I mean, I mean an episode of fake taxi coming soon.
1: <laughs> i should i should i should be able to ask for accountability on that in two years time but um but yeah so like we were keeping it under our hats because you know so much can go wrong with stuff like this you know like funding can fall away like your, your mate inside the bfi can move on and then all of a sudden you get someone who's not a sympathetic you know, all these things can happen it's such a you know because i and that's something i really wasn't used to because like in comics like if if something don't get made, that's your fault, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like if you're yeah. a one man band and your comic don't get made, whose fault is that? That's yours. But like <laughs> yeah. with the best will in the world and all the effort, you know, that you all put in, these things can crumble to nothing over things that are completely out of your control. Yeah. So like at the end of twenty nineteen, like we had the Nods, we had we had the yes and the VFI. And then the pandemic happened. So that was that. But then um yeah it was like towards the end of 2020 the beginning of 2021 loop was like tentatively things might be moving again on this right Right. and it was like we gotta we gotta act now right so we finalized the script um the bfi paid for some like script consultant to come in who made some good points and some very very bad ones (laughs) so we just didn't we just didn't use the bad ones um But you know, it's, 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 it's always useful to sort like to, to hear an outside voice, even if it is something where you think, "Oh well, you know, that's that's not it, that's not it at yeah. all." That's useful sometimes, you know, hearing. Yeah, even to yeah. sort of
3: hear something you think, "Well, actually, we are on the right track." That's completely wrong. So yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, right it gives thing. you confidence, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So then it got to the point where we were having to cast the parts. So Jeff was cast, um, because like, he was like cast from the very beginning. Um, uh, Tim, who is his mate, um, who starts the Moonbrains. Um, because we put an advert out. There's this web. There's this casting website called Mandy, right? Where basically anybody, don't matter if they got an agent or not, can submit like a, a home tape for a part. Anybody in the country can can do it. Um, and we got a load of these tapes through. Um, there was a there was a young fella who submitted a tape for Tim. who was really really good. Um, but you know, and, they, and uh, yeah, I think, but I think it's just because he was possibly a bit young. And Nathan had all this experience, and had the voice, and had the look, and you know, he, he, and he was, you know, he's a pro. Do you know what I mean? He's like he's been in all yeah. these things. So Nathan got cast pretty, pretty soon after. Um, but the the real the, the hardest part to cast in the whole thing was um, Doctor Bessant, who is the doctor who strangles himself.
2: Oh yeah, uh, yeah he can't take it, so he throws yeah. himself back. He's driven he? yeah, mad yeah.
1: by the kids' bald heads. <laughs> and he just starts chanting everything and nothing everything and nothing and then he wraps his hands around his throat and tries to kill himself in the office while the other doctors are trying to pull his hands off his throat um the, the home tapes the home <laughs> yeah, yeah. the home tapes we got for that some of them were horrendous like, we were really worried <laughs> about that because i think some some people rightly recognize that the film was a comedy but they thought they you know if you do like we had people trying to like strangle themselves at their fingertips while they were doing like the Benny Hill face you know and we were like oh because it's got to be played it's got to be played straight for laughs right yeah so there was and there was one fella who was auditioning like in his back bedroom and his missus yelled up to him as he was introducing himself and he turns around he goes eh and there's (laughs) and there's a couple of seconds of silence and then he turns back around puts the smile back on and starts again (laughs) where he lo- <laughs> left, we completely where he left off. Got the character's name wrong. It was Doctor Bessons, and the way he said it, it sounded like Doctor Pissman. Like <laughs> you know, it, um, so yeah. So we had a couple of howling tapes. Um, I I what I saw a lot of the audition tapes because because the production crew was in the north. Um, it was a Manchester-based production company. It was all filmed in and around Manchester with a Welsh okay. cast, oh. but it was most mostly Northerners. Um, I was brought in as like an accent consultant for the speaking <laughs> parts because they were all from the north and they couldn't tell the Cod accents because I got sent some tapes they were like we think this is a really really strong candidate for like Tim's wife or you know um, Jeff's mum in the beginning and they say yeah it was a really good tape let us know what you think and then it's you know, it's fireman Sam time. You know what I mean? Oh bloody yeah. hell, Jeff! Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I got to email her back and say I think the accent might need a bit of work, mind. Do you know
4: what I mean? <laughs> like, that is the worst <laughs> thing, isn't it? It really Some is. Of owling,
1: yeah. owling accents. Do you know what I mean? Some of the stinking, but um but I think we got a good. I think we got a good team in the end. Like a good good group to do yeah. it. Um And then it was just you know it was um oh my god the prosthetic that was another oh that yeah a, that was another ordeal um because it's not you do subtly
2: show it don't you it's not yes. on the show you know it's that you get that bit of light on it at one point that really shows it up but it's not in your well, face the, you know
1: yeah well this is it like because because me and luke both agreed that like with that less is more yeah and, yeah, and it was the same yeah. thing in the book because like, in the book the, the book it was free i could show it as much as i wanted but i didn't show it all yeah. over and over and over again it was just like when it counts and i thought that's doubly true for the film right so like we agreed on that and then it was there's a bit of talk about is it going to be cgi or is it going to be like um like a a a practical effect like a prosthetic and we ended up getting this fella who'd done all these things all these amazing projects he won like fangoria awards um and the last thing he'd done was like this model of like sean bean getting his head caved in and it looked very realistic right all right (laughs) Um, um but with this, that could be any number of movies. Any though. number of movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. So, and he must have been rubbing his hands when he got the when he got the job through because it's like it doesn't have to pulsate, doesn't have to bleed, doesn't have to rip, doesn't have to tear. It's just a yeah. static skull cap with a with a brain on it. Easy, yeah. right? Um, that was. I don't want to say exactly how much it was, but it was a third of the budget. Jeez, oh just Christ. For that and, and you had
2: you haggled them down i remember you telling me We haggled, was, yeah we had yeah. them down
1: yeah because originally they wanted half Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, you know but, but the thing is like what we're we supposed to do you know like it, we had to we had to have it because the, the cgi version like you know even like the cheapest one would have looked awful Fish. really really yeah. you yeah, know yeah. like just claggy and weird like you know we had it had to be a practical effect but you know, I'm. I'm glad we did get it, and I'm also glad that because you know my my worry was because it costs so much money. Are we going to feel pressured to show it more? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> to get our money's yeah, yeah, yeah. out of it. Yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad that um, Luke stood his ground on that one, and and it remained like a sparse, like blink and you miss it effect. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. But you see all these things happening, and you think like you know, oh my God, so, like the the amount of effort it takes to get so even though like a little like, a ten minute short film. All these things that you don't think about, like you know, the like art department—they've got to have stuff on the walls. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, and there was a yeah. bunch of references, to, like other books of mine in the art department stuff. Like there was like um, something about yeah, there was um, like a uh, prison break foiled by fireworks display on the front page of a newspaper.
4: <laughs> <and> other, <laughs>
1: other stuff. You know, so there was all these little um, tip tip offs to like past stuff, but then like you know, like the moon owl, that was all filmed in front of a green screen. And somebody who worked on Avengers Endgame ended up putting it all together, so it looked oh, like nice. the clouds were swirling and all that. Like we had, you know, we had real heavy hitters working on board. You know, I, I think it's partly because, like, it was it, in terms of like a project like this, it was quite simple. You know what I mean? Like there weren't any yeah. like really bombastic shots in it. It was fairly static. You know what I mean? It was fairly still and fairly mm. easy, but. um but you can see but, how you get yeah. sucked
2: into this. You can see how people in, are so invested in movies because, yeah. you know, like you say, it's a ten-minute movie from a, you know, a short comic that you did a couple of years beforehand. But the way you're talking about it, every step of the way, you must have been thinking, "Oh God, if we can't get this, that's the end of it." You know, it's almost like that. You know, especially that effect shot and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, it's a bit, yeah. and and even little things like at the at the very end of the film, um, you know, there's like that long tracking shot that goes like through a table to zoom in on him.
3: Right.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. There's these, there's these two women having a drink, and as the camera comes in, they sort of like part as the camera keeps going. Okay. Um Somebody had to be like lying on their back with the legs of the table in their hand, and as soon as the camera, the focus point was past those women, they had to whip it away as fast as they could. Like, it, obviously, all the audio was like dubbed in after the fact. I think, I think that was a reference to another film. I think Wings of Desire. I think has a shot like that, oh, a okay. long oh, tracking wow. shot through a bar that they liked, and and yeah. wanted to include it. But even something like that, which is, you know, uh, some people wouldn't notice that, you know, oh, that, you know, something must have had to happen for the camera to get to where it ends. But all the effort that had to, you know, and things like there was someone there like turning on a fog machine and wafting with a big board so that there was the right amount of haze in the working men's club. And it was all these things, the <laughs> art department making these t shirts for the moon brains that had like, oh, uh, yeah. had like a little printing defect in them to make it look like they were done at home right little okay. things like that and like when he that's goes fantastic. To speak, when he goes to speak at the club at the end of the film um his shirt has like lines on it like it's just been taken out of the packet and that's something mm, right. me and luke decided on that about a couple of months before we started because we said like if he's not sure about being this person about giving himself up to something bigger than himself like we talked about um it, his missus would say to him before he goes you can't go dress like that go and get a shirt on your way there do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So, like, yeah. so we, had, we had there be the lines in the shirt so that he's just bought it on the way down because he didn't have anything entirely to wear. T shirts are now
2: available like... at johntucker.co.uk. T- John yeah, he's got free rental
1: shirt. Yeah. So much to think about, honestly. Like, yeah. Mad.
2: Well, we're avoiding the elephant in the room, which <laughs> yeah. is uh, we've got permission from you to say this is uh, you proper DVD it up and had a line in it as well, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Of
1: course I did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was was right. that fun or did you? How many takes?
1: Come on how many um, I mean, takes they took a lot of takes of everything right for, okay. like security's sake i will yeah. say that i deliver that line no it's straight f- well, yeah i deliver that line as flatly as that every single time <laughs> 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 i flat footed my way through that line the same way every single time but like because we had to do it like <laughs> you know we had to do it a few times um when the camera was on jimmy and we had to, even though we weren't being filmed, we had to speak so they could film Jimmy's reactions. Yeah. And then they turned the camera around. Jimmy went away and they would just hold up like a hand. It's like, look, look here. This is where Jimmy's eye line would be. And then yeah. we had to do the lines to the camera. But like, he was giving the speech and he was like giving these moonword speeches. And I realized like at one point, it was only when the guy behind me piped up with his line, I yeah. thought, oh shit. Cause I was just, I wasn't like, I wasn't like in the scene. I was just, I was just watching. Like, I was sat there. And I was watching Jimmy talk and I was just watching, like I was actually like at the event. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't ready. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I totally unprofessional. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, like,
2: <laughs> so when I, when I watched it, I only just caught it was you because everything is so in your voice, John. I hear you with, even with the other, I mean, it's, it's regional as well, but it's, it's, it's delivered in a way that I'm used to the way that I hear you talk to us, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's only when I looked up and went, Oh, hang on a minute. That was John. And I had to do <laughs> that little bit on my phone where I had to move the line back a bit just to watch you deliver it again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was,
1: yeah, it was good fun. I mean, I, cause I, I said, like I said to Luke, like I think it was like, like when, when we were first talking about it, I said, "Oh, you know what? Like, it'd be nice to be in it, even if I'm just in the background somewhere, just like a little nod." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, um, like I think like a week before um, I was meant to come up, they said, "Oh, would you like would you like a line in it?" And I said, "Yeah, okay." So you know, and um, and I got there on the day, and I was sitting around with all these extras who um. And you want to talk about a murderer's row? Some of these extras. Um, one of them. One of them met Ian Huntley. One of them met Ian. Um, one of them met Harold Shipman. You know what I mean? Like this. This <laughs> okay, all came out yeah. on the one day that they were there, right? So they're all sat around in these like moon brain sh- shirts, and one of them turns to me and he goes, uh, "Got a speaking line then?" Like you know. And I said, "Yeah." I said, um, "I said I I wrote the book that this is based on," you know. And he went, well it's who you know in this business isn't it
4: <laughs> <laughs> thought, what, what? <laughs> yeah did you do you immediately get sacked yeah
3: the person yeah. I know I mean, in this case would be me yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want him on set get yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's no, it's not, it. not going
1: to happen again because you're not going to be here again. Got it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just telling the waitress in the pub not even someone on set. You know I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah, So, no, what's, uh, so
2: what's the plans for the movie, dude? Now
1: uh, it's doing the festival circuit at the minute. Um, so it's just done
2: Leeds, isn't it? Is that right? And which happened mm. the same week as Thought Bubble, right? So and is that the Leeds Film Festival? Is that right?
1: I, I believe it did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it debuted at Leeds. Um it's been entered into a bunch of other things. Um it's having its Welsh premiere at Chapter Arts Centre, uh I think it's the first Monday of December. Oh wow, um, okay. they have like a little mini film festival. Where's there. that, dude? Um that's Chapter Arts, that's in Canton. Um I think tickets for that are free, but I'm not sure if there's any left. But um so it's gonna be uh, doing the Welsh premiere there. We haven't heard back from a few of the festivals we've entered it into. Um uh Luke's entered it into like a bunch across the world basically. Okay, yeah. like it's it's been entered into like uh, it's been entered into Sundance and all these things. We don't know if it'll get in, but we, we thought we'll take a something to put on the poster, my friend. Entered into Sundance, yeah. into yeah, competition exactly. with
2: Sundance,
1: yeah, 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 exactly. Like, and, and if it gets in, I'm going to Sundance, of course, I'm going <laughs> to Sundance. Gonna give Robert Redford a big slap on the back. Hello, Robert, <laughs> see you later, mate. <laughs> um the future's and, here my friend. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. it's been entered into uh Carmarthen film festival which is it's like spiritual Almost the same. Home. And if it yeah. if we don't get into Carmarthen that's going to be such a bummer because it's basically set in Carmarthen If it don't get in there, I don't know what we're going to do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's, it's been entered into a few things and then um it'll so it'll probably be it'll probably pop up online every now and again as part of these festivals, but um, you were saying bit, that one of the
2: reasons you can do that is because you've got the sort of BFI backing to it. Is that right? Or
1: yeah, yeah, because cause the BFI put the money up, um, yeah. or a large portion of the money. Um, they also provide funding and and like guidance for like um, you you know there's a budget for entering it into festivals and things like like a ring fenced budget that we couldn't spend on the head. Oh, <laughs> that we can use <laughs> to get to enter it into <laughs> festivals um so yeah, yeah so you a, say that yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so so we enter into like a bunch of like a, a good variety of like oscar and bafta qualifying festivals in the hopes nice. that it'll pick something up somewhere you know what i mean well i've got my tuck yeah, yeah.
2: suited out i don't know about sorted out i don't know if you boys have i've got me uh dj ready. <laughs>
1: ready to go to the premiere <laughs> the <laughs> nothing, nothing yeah. would be funnier to me than having a bafta in the house <laughs> like, I don't. I don't want it for like professional clout. I want it because I think it'd be really funny to just have it always, always leash. in the background yeah. on Zooms. Always, yeah. Leave it to- yeah. Keep, keeping keeping
0: yeah. keeping the toilet door open occasionally. When yeah. You,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> you gotta love people. Oh, have you written a book? Because it's always in the background on Zooms. Oh, have you won an award? It's always in the background on Zooms, isn't it? Yeah. You know, no. I just had a fake picture of Jane McDonald behind me. That's all I've had.
0: What do you mean a fake picture? Don't you have any real pictures of Jane McDonald?
2: Well, because it, it had a fake tour graph on it, which said, please stop asking me if I've got a farm. You're drunk, so I'm joking.
4: <laughs>
2: that
0: would be a film one day.
2: Yeah. Fake taxi. <laughs> you get an IMDB with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we so, know we checked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously... Um, the The buzz about the short movie and obviously that it's going out to the festivals and stuff um what does this mean for like what's the future for your work and like your books because obviously you've got this foul earth as well as yep. well as your twitch stream where you're where you're trucking yep. or <laughs> yeah or yeah. playing goat yeah. simulator or whatever yep. uh, whatever it is um you know so how have because you're becoming a <laughs> a jack of all trades um but you've still got a few comic projects on the go, haven't you? I mean, this graphic novel you've been
1: chipping away on—how's that going? It's it's going. It is going. <laughs> um, I, it's the same answer I know for you a few weeks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's going. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm. It, it is still being worked on. Um, I think basically the the pandemic just completely threw a wrench into everything I had because yeah. my because I, what I realised was after the pandemic hit. Um, what i realized was i'd gotten into a pattern of releases you know like mm. i'd i've something for true believers every year because that was like to me that's like the home festival yeah yeah you know it's like you know most most of the people there are like sympathetic is it it's the most sympathetic audience to my work that i've found yeah you know the people who get it the most the people the mo the biggest proportion of the audience who've heard of me already are at true believers. Cause it's kind of like the awesome comics podcast, like home show, isn't it? In a sense. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So like I, I was, my comic schedule was basically based around true believers. And then if I had something pop into my mind in the summer, or that would be like an autumn release or something like that. And I, I realized I was in this sort of like pattern. So I thought, well, I'll take the time to sort of work on something a bit. And I've been working on it before the pandemic, but, um, so it's probably going to end up being about two hundred odd pages when it comes out, and I don't know if it's any good, <laughs> but um, it, it it will the, the it's about frogs and the rapture basically the graphic novel is about frogs <laughs> and the rapture it is it is in the works um, obviously I've done smaller things in the interim um, I've done two volumes of murder um, which were kind of spruced in amongst the, the podcast episodes, you know, before and after yeah. the podcast episodes were done. But yeah, I mean, because I, I think everybody had to sort of like take stock during the pandemic, didn't yeah. they? And think like, what am I actually doing? Um, yeah. And the result of that for me was m- murder. It was um, the podcast. Um, and I th- I think I, that's probably going to be the way I do things from from now on to be honest with you like the way I did Murder like it's on Kickstarter for a week and then it's gone
2: yeah I like the way you do that man it makes it yeah. an event doesn't it yeah, yeah and it's something it does, we all yeah. talk about I think yeah,
1: yeah. And, I th- and like for me that really works because you know the, the, one of the problems I think is that how can they miss you if you don't go away do you know what I mean? like, like you've got <laughs> yeah. these books that are available just forever and a day and they're always there and there's no months inter- does
2: seem like a long time on Kickstarter as well I've got to tell you yeah, yeah, yeah. it really there,
1: does there's no impetus yeah. you know and you get this yeah. even with yeah and exactly right if your Kickstarter is too long you know there's this like big slump and then <laughs> and you're yeah. waiting around yeah. and basically just waiting for it to finish you know what I mean but like mm-hmm. with murder it's like you know it's the end of the month it's cheap and cheerful and it'll turn up and then that's it you were either there or you weren't yeah, you know?
2: and yeah. it makes I mean, it a talking point as well, man. I know when your books come out, yeah.
1: it's
3: always a talking point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got the. We said the same thing about like a con. I feel like if it's a two or three day con, if you just do the one day, you're going to get your sales in that day mm. that you'd probably get over the two because people are going to come along and get it. Yeah, you know I mean? it.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't think it's any secret that I've basically like retired from conventions now. Like, I don't, I don't think. Other than like, you know, if True Believers ever comes back, I'll probably do that. Yeah, but mm. other than that, I don't think. I don't think I'll ever do another one. You're not going to
2: do Wales Comic Con then, I guess. That was, was that today? I think you're right. I think it was. I think it Dave was, Kennedy went to it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing, I, I saw something about it earlier. Yeah, on Twitter. I think it was today. But it's not I really mean, my cuppa. No, not my. No, it's not mine either. And I, yeah, I just, you know, because for me, it's like, it was always 50 50 for me whether like the people in attendance at a convention were going to be amenable to what I, do. yeah yeah because yeah. you know what i i know better than anybody that what i do in it for everybody you know <laughs> like, yeah yeah there's same mate same yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it mm. if, you, if you're doing stuff that's you know a little bit off the beaten track or it's not it's not what people might think of when they first think about what a comic is supposed to be which you know my stuff isn't atomic hercules isn't you know yeah. a, a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the stuff associated with the Awesome Comics podcast isn't exactly what you'd think of when you think of a comic. Yeah, thank but, God. Um, yeah, yeah or, yeah, or someone like you know, not even going that far. Like even looking at someone like Andy Barron. You know what I mean? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
2: Like oh, I need he, his new book. I hope that comes soon. I think he's finished it, isn't he? I'm looking go forward. I think that. he has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: it, yeah. it is, it is you know, sequential art. it's comic books. But yeah, if but you know, if you're at a, you know a, a general public or like a comics focused event. You, you just don't know, do you? If, if the people who are there are going to be amenable to that. And I ain't know? got it in me
2: to explain it 400 times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause one I, one I've been really,
4: toughest.
1: I've been really grilled about my books in the past. Like people like shining a light in my eyes. Like what, what, what's the meaning of this? <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've got, you've
4: got to go
2: always, always do what Adam Felt would do. That's one of my great beliefs now is, and, and when a bloke meanwhile kept saying to him, so pitch, um, Atomic Hercules to me. And Adam kept saying, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, quite right. And the the bloke kept following him around asking him to do it. And he kept saying, no. No. (laughs) Uh,
3: Gangster. He's right. He's 100% right. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough uh, trying to pitch people uh, Atomic Hercules. uh, uh, Thought bubble. I've got a new one for George Mayhem. I say,
2: this is my PTSD comic. If you read it, it'll give you PTSD. That's my new pitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Favourite PTSD one. and cannibals, they were the two uh, selling things. For really <laughs> to watch people's faces go, what? Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the thing about comics, it's like, you know, when people. It's, they're right there to be looked through, do you know what I mean? And if you don't mm-hmm. like it, then walk away. If You, you know, you, you could. It's it's a visual medium. You can see. The, you know what you like to look at. So yeah. rather than sit there and go, mm, tell me what your book's about. Why do not you have a look through?
2: Don't really give a fuck, mate. Buy it or don't buy it. Here's a good reply for you. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. some some
1: people, much as much like that person who's sort of like Corn and Adam. Yeah. Some people do want to see like your pitch. Do you know what I mean? Like mm, part of yeah. the fun of it for them is like seeing how good of a salesman you are and it's like brother i don't give a shit like what are you gonna do leave me a bad yelp review if this doesn't go well <laughs> yeah, what yeah. like <laughs> what yeah, really? yeah. i'm I've got yeah. time yeah. You know i mean yeah. i say i'm got time i'm never doing anything at conventions but you know, you're, too know. you're too busy doing film deals. you're too busy getting it in the cinema 100 yeah. yeah i got john cena apologizing to the chinese market on might be half.
4: It was froggist. Yeah. (laughs) Elvisist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I wonder uh, where you get any flare back from people. You can try for some sponsorship around, you know, those sort of things that make your hair grow, whatever those treatments are. Roll gain and that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe start that.
1: Get on that. I want to get one of those like Formula One jackets with just a bunch of like male pattern baldness (laughs) treatment patches (laughs) all over it. It's like I got for the premiere.
2: Somebody contacted me and asked me if I wanted to be sponsored by those people that you shave your balls with.
3: Mm. Um, I, I don't know why you turned that down. You're mad. I wrote a
2: hilarious, <laughs> hilarious email back saying that I look like a Wookiee when I take my trousers down. Um, and they never replied. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, look at when I take my fucking hell's Just like you know. <laughs> fucking awful. Yep.
2: Gave me some content for the Patreon.
0: oh Uh, that's a that's a nightmare but um you've got so you've got a couple of ideas sort of in the notebook because like you say with with the pandemic and of course we've all got to work there's families and everything going on you know um i i think it's important that um to anyone listening out there who maybe you've been really you know, you've been really productive before, but the last couple of years has just absolutely kicked you in the ass in terms of your creativity or whether it be your mental health or anything. Just be easy on yourself because you're not not alone. There's lots of people. In, you know, me personally, I'd be like, fucking, I've got a million ideas fly- floating around, but it's just been extra difficult.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I haven't, I haven't sold out like John has, but that's not that's <laughs> by <Yeah>. the by. <laughs> um <laughs> 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 When we first spoke to you, I thought, this is a dude, look at this, this is punk rock personified, this dude will never sell out, now look at him, now look at him. <laughs> he's, going to have a, he's going to have a pie with Tony Esmond. <laughs> yeah, yeah Le- that's where I- that
2: film money went. Hang on, hang on, here's
0: the, imp- here's the important question, was it midweek?
1: It was midweek, and we you, fuckers. The, Fuck. the only yeah, no. the
2: only pub we actually ended up going into,
1: we both had a soft drink. That's how hardcore we were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a soft drink and then yeah. a pie, and that was yeah. it. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. Can't,
1: can't go wrong with that. I think no, you right, man. Not perfectly yeah. pleasant oh. evening.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. But, <laughs> yeah um, but I mean, like, p- but pursuing to what you said there, Vince, like, I agree with you. Like, you know, the pandemic, like, you know, I know. I, People do feel a bit guilty, don't I, About, you yeah. know, I, I had all this yeah. time and I didn't do anything with it, and all the rest of it. But the th- like the thing I like, the main thing I took away from it, because you know, um, you you just have to adapt, you yeah. know, like you just you have to because you know because we had you know we had a newborn in the house and we were in lockdown. So I thought, well, it's not it's much harder to draw when you've got a baby in one arm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's where the podcast came from because I thought I got all these story ideas which could basically be either or. You know, I could just adapt them for like audio or I could yeah. draw them up. Audio is quicker. I'll just do this as like a stopgap, you know, because, you know, drawing takes a long time. And if you're not posting on Twitter, people forget you exist. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just you yeah. just disappear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, so and, so, I thought, and
0: more and more people are choosing to disappear because Twitter can be yeah. Twitter. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I can, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Me and Dan
2: um, did this week, didn't we, Dan? Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of but but like th-
0: this foul earth has has sort of taken on a life of its own, really as well, hasn't it? You know. Yeah. I think we're be? legally
2: obliged to mention Mr. Cumber at this point. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's in contractually no, obliged.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, An, yeah. Announcer. Of the I mean, show I mean he's Cumber. the most expensive part of that podcast, isn't he? Because what is it? He takes. He uh, Hundred. He's what brings the ladies invention. in. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, New comics on encumbered coming out soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, one out
3: there's today. I,
2: today.
0: Beautiful.
2: He's the equivalent of New Orders twelve inch. Album cover, you know the one that costs them more money to make than it actually costs. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: hey Cliff, is that first time you've been compared to a twelve-inch? Anyway, back yeah. to the podcast. Uh, um What? Is How that? many people are in that Venn diagram? Do you think, like people who know New Order well enough to know?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. People <laughs> that have a brilliant show. joke that I just rolled out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> the Venn diagram
0: of New Order.
4: <laughs> um,
0: but what has that experience uh, been like? Because like you say, you, you've taken your um, your work and moved mm. it into a different medium. Um, yep. Unlike the film where you know it's a collaborative process and there's lots of other people filming it and stuff, this Foul Earth is very much you, your writing and a microphone and, and some editing, You know th- those learning processes. But how have you found that?
1: Um, a lot easier than making comics, I'll say that much. It was a <laughs> right, lot okay. easier way easier yeah Yeah. because you know like because i've been i've been dabbling around with the audio thing forever and a day like i was a i was a radio producer when i was living in manchester yeah i I worked on like a community radio station up there called all fm um so you know i I know how to do all that stuff that must be
0: quite important to because it adds to the confidence it gives you a bit of confidence to record yourself doesn't it when you've had that bit of experience in the past
1: yeah I i think yeah i think it yeah i think it helps um yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it does help. Um mm. and like, you know, I can, you know, I'm not like a I'm not I'm not an amazing musician, but I know enough to know how to make a bit of ambient music to go in the background and you know, I got one of those um you know those um those microphones that have got like a big like fluffy end on them. Yeah. I got I got Ooh. one of the big fl- you know, one of the big fluffy microphones to go out okay. and record like ambient noise outside. Oh, um, oh okay. Nice. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. A bit of foley artistry for the boys yeah so I went, out, <laughs> I went out and recorded a bunch of like bird song and like cars going past so there we go that's the sound of whales for you stick that in um <laughs> and yeah it was just like taking like offcuts of like because i all my scripts are basically kept in like my iphone notes app so it was just going through there and thinking like right what wouldn't work as a comic what can i adapt into this and i just picked six to start with I thought no one's really going to hear it. So it doesn't really matter if it goes well or not. So I'll mm. just, I'll do it just to do it, just so I can, just, you know, just for the experience of making yeah. it, you know, because, mm. yeah. you know, it, it always helps to do a bit of like, you know, cross training if you're in any like artistic pursuit, you know, Company, do, yeah. do something else and see how you get on with that. Um, but then I got stitched up because um, uh, Lisa Media wrote into the Guardian on my behalf. And tipped him off. <laughs> so the small earth got in like this big yeah. guardian list. <laughs> like a that bunch was great of big though, man. That was really good. I was, we were so I pleased. I was, yeah, yeah. I yeah. choked about yeah, exactly. Absolutely choked. I, yeah, she's great. It. We
2: love Lees, by the yep. way. She's great. 100%. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. But yeah. I didn't. No, I didn't expect it to be, I didn't expect it to take off like that. But you know, it was it was good fun to make. I've done two series right now. There's a Christmas special coming out. Oh, Christmas. nice! Oh my nice. God! I've always heard about TV. You know, you've made it when you make a Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll be the Christmas special. I don't know. I don't know what there'll be after that. This
2: but, is better um, than the Marks and Spencer's advert. This is. I'm looking forward to this. This is the the event.
1: <laughs> How's yeah. John Lewis? John Lewis have the, Is it the John, John Lewis? Lewis I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not as posh as you. It is actually the plot of the John Lewis advert. I was. Oh, I, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. Sorry. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I have to say uh aliens
2: coming
0: to earth and all that. Yeah, we go. <laughs> oh yeah, that one,
2: yeah, yeah. I'd say Mr Cumber will be a perfect voice for a Christmas episode, wouldn't he? He's the voice of oh, Christmas yeah. past oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Face it, yeah. The yeah.
0: Voice yeah. of Christmas past. What? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, well no, yeah. Christmas present, surely. He's okay. he's a cheerful fellow. Everyone loves Cliff. Yeah. Who's
2: the kid in Christmas Carol? Little um, Tim or um, um, Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim. Tiny come Tim, that's you. I think son. you'd be you good for that, Vince. What? Tiny Tim? Here's Tiny Tim. Come along. Um, he's setting himself up for uh, Scrooge. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: A cook ghost for everyone. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> actually, no, that was the Muppets Christmas present. Then that was I mean, the no, best actually, one. The best one. Yeah, it's the only
1: loyal one. Let's be honest. Tony, Tony, kicking open the windows on Christmas morning and saying, "Oi, what's today?" <laughs> He said it, it wasn't oh, me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come on, John, you're in the I podcast
0: feel, sorry, game now. Fe- you're I in forgot, the podcast like game, so you know you've got to watch sequels. what you're doing.
1: <laughs> I,
2: did, I did think that that was the most used word behind the table at Thought Bubble. Me and Dan were just saying it all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. had
3: uh, to sort of decompress in the weekend from the amount of swearing we was doing.
4: <laughs> it was just coming out. Even on the way worst.
2: back, I think I said it and you went, uh-huh. you just started laughing because we kept saying it all the time. No. <laughs>
0: a disgraceful word terrible <laughs> yeah. but you're quite <laughs> right john yeah oh, you're we'll quite, do that you're quite yeah, right. yeah.
2: <laughs> so what term um, what other comics can we expect dude what, what have you got comic-wise
1: coming up uh we've got the we've got the frogs yeah, yeah graphic novel murder three is in the world nice uh, um, i honestly think
0: it, like with murder two which we spoke about recently on the show um yeah. if i was to pick a no- I mean you could probably have a, you know, you could pick any one of John's work to just sort of say, oh yeah, this would make another great short movie, you know, you know, you know, his Buzzfeed. Oh, and now that he's had one film, what other films would be best? Um, I think Bruce is tailor-made for just like a, like yeah. a, like a three or four minute short film, like, like a, because lo- Bruce had me in stitches. Yeah. I think I think Bruce could work, yeah. yeah. I, think that, I think
1: that would work. If it need... wasn't
2: for the Elvis connections, I'd go for the King, actually, yeah. definitely, I think. Yeah. I think okay, that'd be great. Yeah, that yeah that's the only issue you've yeah. got there, I suppose, is just getting the money to pay them for the rights. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so you've got a Murder, murder 3. Uh, yeah. And what else? else? Uh, M- murder 3 and the graphic novel are the only things I've got on the slate, comic-wise at the minute. Um, I've got... Um, Uh, this fall earth christmas special which i'm working on at the moment um me and luke have been sort of kicking some other ideas around um and this this isn't one of those like oh exciting things what's this space but like (laughs) we've been we've been talking about like what we can do next because Mm -hmm. we do we do work well together you know would you like
0: to try like writing something original for the screen be it a bit short or maybe longer formed it
1: this is kind of what we're talking about at the right. minute yeah is is gotcha, doing okay. doing something that is direct to not an adaptation but it's direct to the to the screen or nice. whatever format it takes yeah so yeah i mean it's one of those i mean it's one of those things like with bald right like that is like you know i don't know what's going to happen i don't know what's going to become of bald the short film i really don't like But it was such a freak stroke of luck. Like it was, because honestly, it was a dream come true to see it come to life. And it was the weirdest thing going up to Manchester and seeing somebody that you thought about on the night shift in like a moment, in like a fit of peak. And now he's up and walking around and he's talking to you. It was the weirdest thing. Like really, really strange. But like, you know, even if nothing comes of it, like if that's it, if that's all that it is, if it is just this like self contained thing. I can't complain. You know what I mean? Like, cause it, it was a dream come true for this to happen. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. that I was trying to get it adapted, but seeing it made and all and those that's... people who worked on it, you know, mm. people slugging their yeah. guts. So trying to make this as good as it could be. Yeah. You know, With that belief in it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. it felt really, really good to, to see it finished and to see it through to the end, you know? So like, even if nothing does come of it, let's say me and never make anything ever again. And like, you know, this foul of tanks, and you know, and like just nothing ever comes of any of it, and that's you know that's the highest I ever go. That's fine, you know. I'm perfectly happy with that because I didn't think I was even going to get there. You well, know, I mean,
2: we can't. I can't see that happening firstly because it's not going to tank. But the thing is, like, we were super chuffed when we heard about it. But also, man, um, we're we're doubly chuffed for you because you didn't go into it writing a fucking movie deal, which is what we see yeah. all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. This is not meant to be a movie. It's just. No, a quirky, it wasn't idiosyncratic story that yeah. we all dug. We yeah. all discovered your work through it, and now it's a movie. It's brilliant. It's just, um, and we have these. I mean, for people that come on here, like, we we talking about Martin Simmons all the way. Martin was somebody we just knew in the small press scene, who's now like, you know, a huge deal at image. And this, I, we yeah. think of you in the same. You know, you made some comics, and now you got a movie out. Yeah, it's great. You know, and you're mm. in
1: the Guardian. Yeah, know, cheers, those yeah. Best thing, man. You know, it's just so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, like, yeah, because I definitely don't take it for granted. Like, and like you said, like, I, no. I wasn't, I, I didn't come into small press thinking like, oh, this is how you get a movie made. Cause anyone who thinks that you (laughs) want to get, you want to get your brain examined. I'm telling you now, because it's the stupidest thing in the world. (laughs) That that, that belief of like, here's an an easy shortcut into, into getting my idea made. No, 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 no. We still see a lot
3: with uh, screenplays. People say, no, the screenplay wasn't, didn't work, but a comic, that's a good idea. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's really not. No, films (laughs) don't make good comics. Why isn't yeah. there? Why isn't there yeah. a
1: comic of like Citizen Kane then? Yeah.
3: You know what I mean. Yes, true, I know it's a yeah, facetious yeah. example,
1: but like, yeah, what, yeah. You know, like, why don't they make? Why is it always comic to film, not the other way around? Then hmm. you yeah, know? Yeah. it yeah. it doesn't work. It just it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. You <laughs> know. wrong. Yeah. yeah, but you know, but you, know, I think you do have to be a particular kind of psychopath to get into small press with that as your goal <laughs> but if it happens along the way that's great you know right. and that's a freak bit of luck and bully for you i think that's <laughs> the way to think about it you know what i mean yeah. Like, yeah 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 as
0: always write what you what you love to actually mm. think i actually, what, what you think, like I
4: actually
2: yeah. think john that you've influenced my eyes on all cardiff and welsh things because as you know i've only just Started working in Cardiff last couple of years, and yeah. I was watching telly the other night, and there was this documentary about a, a town. I think it's near Swansea. Where there's part of Swansea is where everyone has a horse in their garden, and all I could think yes. of was yeah. all I could think of was John's probably going to do a comic about that. So immediately I thought <laughs> about this short documentary, and I thought, no, you know, I think you know, you've that actually tongue. coloured all my views
1: of Wales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what time you it's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, yeah but that's it you know like because you know it's 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 an underrepresented area do you know what I mean like Wales yeah, is it know, is you know it's, yeah. cult- culturally speaking it's always just kind of been bungled in with England I think know? it's because we had that sort of whole I mean, you're
2: all too young but when I was a kid you had S4C would take yeah. over the BBC in the afternoons and you just get mm. these Welsh programmes that we go mm. I don't understand any of this mm. you know and that was what we thought Welsh
3: culture was you know well, I mean that, you get it and we yeah, had it translated, the books, John, into uh, it's Gaelic. Is it Gaelic? Uh, Is it, no, that's nope. Irish. Welsh. Welsh. Yes, that's Welsh.
1: Um, yeah. No, but th- there was... Um... <laughs> I was to fuck that right up, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, there, there was a, a concession made um, in the film in that the moon was speaking in Welsh because um, oh, right. the, the, entire, ah, the actress yes. who played the moon, who also played um, Tim's wife, the one ah, who's was right. given the bunch of flowers, um, she speaks Welsh. Um, and she was asked to do them to translate the moon words into Welsh. So that's why the subtitled on the screen is. I know they're heavily ah. processed and there's like a lot of reverb on them and stuff. But the yeah. the moon is is speaking in Welsh. Ah, so that's okay, a, there was a concession made in the film, but no. I, yeah, I I would like to translate one of my books into Welsh. I think
4: probably It'd be bald. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm
2: and I have to say from we should make an agreement here that if anyone now contacts you after having heard this podcast and asks you whether they, they can, you can get their comic in front of a film producer <laughs> and then let us know and we'll ban them from coming on here
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah we did have someone come out at the show didn't we Vince like saying if you know anyone who's about to make it big or signed on uh, Yeah, about to oh, have, no.
0: a, have a film made so that um, this, uh, so they could uh, they an agent for merchandise aren't they not. basically, there's oh, right. some money. Yeah,
2: merchandise.
3: This. Yeah. said
0: so, yeah. If you listen listening, yeah. Now, hello.
4: Uh, yeah, red mars from <laughs> Mars. Great
0: action.
3: Yeah, Parasitic beast wanting to latch onto the fleshy body and suckle.
0: <laughs> I knew Don't use sexual. the word. I knew you'd do that way. Dan,
2: yeah, yeah. Why do you always want to use the word "suckle"? Ever can't? since he shared a room with you, he's
3: been like this. Well, yeah. Some guy came and said, i was gonna." I was thinking about doing a podcast, and like it's gonna be about this. I'll <laughs> go and do it then. Yeah, we're yeah. On crack on. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. just because we've got a you podcast on, your on our
0: banner doesn't mean we know what we're fucking doing. <laughs> exactly, we uh, have yeah. no idea. How we I play mean, it this you
1: want to you want to talk about a low barrier to entry?
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. I literally made a podcast the day I thought about it last year. Yeah, that's yeah. the day. That's the day I did it. You know, it's just that's how you can do it. It's that yeah. piece of piss. Yeah. Well, it's that old. Yeah.
1: Peter, it's that old Peter Cook joke, isn't it? Like he he was at like a dinner party with somebody. And he said, oh, uh, so what do you do? And the person said to Peter Cook, oh, um, I'm writing a book. And Peter Cook said, oh, that's funny. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that all the time. You know? <laughs> I love that. I love that.
0: Although, you know, I will say, you know, if you're doing a, a podcast, you've you've got to have something to talk about. Mm. You, you yeah, know, do your research, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. because there, there, there's some that are just unlistenable. Um, and I'm talking about this show. But um. well, the chap
3: said, "The chap i 'I'm not if if you're, you're you're listening, I doubt if you are.' But uh, he said to do a, far. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to do, do a cyberpunk podcast. There's no cyberpunk podcast. So I thought, okay, fair enough. He it said Oh was trying to get Car- trying to get Carrie Ann Moss at the first episode. I was like, okay. Oh, I know her. Yeah, yeah. Just her Oh yeah, but yeah. yeah you know, not I not to
0: back doors in
3: 1993. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're more of a kind of deep fantasy, Carrie, but you are only coming on and talking cyberpunk for two hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Come on. (laughs) Yeah. I know about cyberpunk. Um, To anyone listening, uh, what Tony said isn't
0: true. (laughs) Uh,
2: Why did he just need to say that on episode 334? I just,
0: uh, I I just feel like, you know, the listenership's gone up a little bit recently. So (laughs) you never know.
2: Yeah. For those that never met me and probably believe that I have been out with Carrie
0: and Moss, it's not true. It was satire. Yep. He's, yeah, he, yeah. I don't want to sort of like go, you know, the secrets of the magic circle. But yeah. Tony might not actually be like what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was more of a
3: uh, one night kind of deal. It wasn't a kind of going out kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't but, a long relationship. Uh, yeah. Oh
0: my
4: god.
3: Sex for me,
2: lights out, under the covers, on my own. I've told yeah, you that
0: before. So, right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> if you want, to, if you want to see bold um i'm just trying to get us back on track see <laughs> yeah. you've got to have some sort of idea of what you're doing otherwise you'll sound like this because um is, yeah. yes check out um short film festivals or film festivals um in your local area because it's probably be, what for how long john about n- another year or
1: so? yeah it's probably going to be it's could, tour. probably going to be bobbing around the circuit for the next yeah. 12 months mm. so and then it'll probably take a permanent home online either on like youtube or vimeo or stuff like anytime it's available anywhere i'll tweet about it so yes. you know well, stuff, where,
0: so where can they find you uh
1: they can find me at uh, at john tucker art on twitter um the, the trailer for balls is on there if you want to have a look at a at the trailer cool. for a film you can't watch yet <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, yeah most like, trailers it, for films are for films that we can't watch. I tell you what i fucking hate about movie trailers though this is not as, there we go. this is go not off, a, Vince. I, I need to fucking <laughs> go right <laughs> um, is it that they tell the
2: whole story no. Cough, um, I'm, 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 yeah. i
0: mean yeah. yeah, there is that, but what really chaps my tits? I, I watched the mixed metaphor, but yeah, (laughs) trailer for. (laughs) I'm not talking about metaphors now. Just don't stop me because I'm on a roll. Uh, I I watched a trailer for uh, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley, which which I'm I'm looking forward to watching. Right, trailer looked great, looks gorgeous. I immediately thought he'd make a cracking Bioshock film, but that was by the by. Why is there always a five second bit before where they go, oh, you know, Nightmare Alley out out in Christmas. The trailer starts now, and I'm like,
1: "Want to know do why? We,
0: why? Why?
1: Because um, if they show an advert on YouTube before the video you're trying to watch starts, you're only captive for five seconds. So if you press the skip button, they need to get the information in before the skip button turns up. Yeah, sitting uh, it, you can tell, can't you? Fucker, that's it. Because they always say something like, "If you really want to know how to earn money," and then it, you know, yeah. That's, yeah, 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 and it's, it's like the greyest thing. man you've ever seen in your life, like yeah. grey skin, grey eyes i'm making forty pound a week and it's like you ain't got long to live brother <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> i remember years
2: ago when do you remember when the that you could have an advert and it was on like a, a really expensive phone number and you used to yeah. ring it and it and i remember this bloke once I, I never Where's listened to guy? it but I'm like, no it's not one of those yeah. I this bloke. This bloke go, oh, do you want to know how to make money i can tell you how to make easy money and he went on for about five minutes, and thus, you know, you're ticking up like 30 quid on a phone bill. Yeah. And he says, um, just open one of these phone bill adverts. Yeah. You make yeah, loads exactly. of money. You know, oh, you wanker. There was the, uh, a yeah.
3: top one in Viz that says, like, open up a premium rate line, put it on your car, and say, like, how am I driving? And just drive red like a complete arsehole. <laughs> 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 now,
0: I know John um, basically just gave me some knowledge there. And totally told me why it happens. I'm not happy about it. It's still annoying. Yeah, I'm still not, I'm not yeah, it's it. It's still annoying. Yeah. Oh, That's a, why. a trailer for a trailer. <laughs> I also don't like trailers for trailers. Do you know what oh I mean? yeah, no. I loved. I, I'm someone that loves movies. And I used You've to changed. Love, I used to love <laughs> like going to the cinema and the the five minutes before the film. You know, wondering what the trailers were going to be. I mean, that's spoiled now because I have watched them all on YouTube before. Yeah, oh, that part. used to be
3: special. I was bitching just before we came on the show about the fucking the whole cinema experience. it used to be quite magical and kind of. Yeah. But now it's just oh, it's just so granddad's. Yeah. We went see a film festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. We go see went see fucking Ghostbusters. I was sitting there watching Ugh. twenty-five minutes of fucking. Adverts oh, right for cars and shit, and it's like, oh, why, am I, why am I paying for this? I got a skip. For? I got a skip button on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, past, yeah. Past when
2: I torrent it, it's, it's always yeah. a favourite advert. It's um, Spider Woman and um, Captain Marvel had a great, you know, close-up sex scene. Oh, I torrented the wrong movie.
4: You know, it's like that. Isn't <laughs> it? <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: or the
0: right one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so go forth and check out John's work and Bolden John's sticking with us for the rest of the show. So. Yes. Uh, it'll be another half an hour of fun still left to go. Cool. Don't drop any seed bombs though, John. I'm watching you now. I'm sorry, I, f- <laughs> I forgot about the horn.
1: I'm sorry about that. From, oh, one, you a fiver.
0: from one professional to another, you know, now that you're in the podcast game, you can't act like that anymore. You know, I oh, wouldn't the...
1: let I wouldn't let anybody be able like that on my show. No, but. <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah. laughs> oh, I,
0: so what you're saying? I, I I don't have control over John. He's he's technically a guest, and you failed to control, control yeah. he's, yeah. he's before, me
1: check the small print in your contract <laughs>
0: anyway right uh, shout outs do we have any shout outs this gentleman? we do we, we, we a have a few this week don't we
2: yeah yeah so i go first with our, yeah. our main one so yeah. Um,
4: yeah.
2: sending good vibes out to our pal Helena um, yeah. won't go into it but get well soon mate I'm sure you've got this yeah um, and um, we're all behind you and there's the the, if you're on the world. slack yeah. if you're on the slack there's a little card you can sign so if you're on the slack you haven't signed again sign so yeah, yeah hope you're well mate yeah, first one. Um, I met, I remembered a couple of people in our tiredness who I hadn't mentioned previously from Thought Bubble, and it's uh, Ian Ashcroft, who I, I spent some yes. good time with Chang and Ed Whiting as well, who come, come by, who's, who's the most hilarious postman. I, I, I included Jim on my own as well, both postmen who are hilarious, who came by for a chat. And that was good. Um, my buddy and occasional podcast chum, um, Shah has got Bastards of the Cosmos issue two live on Kickstarter at the moment. Um, I've described it like Ken, La- Ken Langraf meets Jack Kirby. It's just fucking mental and pretty good. As oh, well, I like like am going oh. as well. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, Bastard of the Cosmos. Great name. Um, I got my three-pack through from Gareth Hopkins. Um, I think it was the day before yesterday it arrived, um, and I, I only paid for it the day before that. So um, Gareth's got three new books out, which he's dropped. Go to at, nice. at g r think. I know we're all fans of his work. Go and get that stuff, it looks lovely. I haven't, I haven't quite read them, I've got them in front of me here.
3: I think there's uh, a limited amount of them, like John, so you have yeah. to act quickly. You've got to get in quick with him, yeah,
2: yeah. I've um, got my
3: three in the post already. Oh, good man,
2: red? good. Uh, and my last one is um, the hundredth episode of The Lakes is coming up, um, I think in a couple of oh, weeks. fantastic, time. yeah, good, good um, and buddies of ours. And there's a certain someone appearing to ask him some filthy questions on that episode, yeah, so
3: have a listen out for that one. They're my mm, ones,
0: nice. Uh, Dan, do you have any?
3: no i've got none this week really well, uh, sorry vince yeah
0: <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me dan you never have
3: to I can't, uh, what we do is when we finish the podcast i think oh shit i should have said yes
0: yeah um now i can't remember what i said at the end of the um, <laughs> the last episode Life and yeah. thought bubble. but once again a big thanks uh to all of the thought bubble organizers and all the red shirts and, and everyone at the festival i mean there was obviously everyone that came up to the table and uh, all the exhibitors that we know, and, and friends of the uh, the show, are friends of us, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, that that was great. That was fantastic. But um, for all the people who are running round and making sure it was um, running smoothly, a, a huge thank you from us to to you
3: all. Because um, and Chrissy uh, and i <laughs> oh, Chrissy. I've got one. I've forgotten. I, well, here I was we go. Here we to, go. Uh, I was supposed to speak to Kat over the weekend. I was going to give her a, a quick interview, but I never got around to it. But oh, essentially, yeah. I, I lent, uh, follow me in to like a, a relative of mine who kind of hadn't read comics in years since she was a, a girl. And uh, she sent it back to me with a letter saying how much she really enjoyed it. And oh, nice. she look to look into some more. So I passed on sort of details saying that like, you can check out more books like this. But she she loved it. She was absolutely Oh isn't nice that one. A handwritten letter. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? A handwritten letter, yeah. That's a really yeah. good gateway book,
1: isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah definitely. Mm. It is, mm. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Really Yeah, cat's
2: super nice and cheap. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Have you got any John? Shout outs. Yeah.
1: Is this set, is this separate to recommendations? Yes, separate. Yeah. Separate to recommendations. Um Who do you want to be nice to? Who do I want to be nice to? Um well, I'm gonna be nice in my recommendation. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll give a shout out to Um Tom Spark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at right? uh, Thought Bubble. Yeah. Good bloke. He was at Thought Bubble. Um, he's someone else who sort of like pivoted during the pandemic. Like, yeah. he was, he did a bit of Twitch streaming, but he also started like this YouTube channel, this like Draw Along with Me. Yes, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He's aimed at like younger viewers and that. But, yeah. um, but he's, he's just he's such, he's such, such a, a, a good... natural, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah. And it's just he's such he's a really way of doing it. it. It's a
2: human meme. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. I had but my like, son doing that. God, that feels like an eternity ago doing that. Doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Can I? He's, can I he's oh, sorry, so man. good.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Just, um, yeah. Tom Sparks YouTube, uh, Captain Fishbeard, I think it's
4: called. That's um, it. Um, that's but, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: No, he's a, he's a good bloke and, you know, he really, you know, he's really put the time in with that to make it tidy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, hmm. yeah. Shout out to Tom Spark. Can I, can I
2: give a little shout out to p who's been under it? He's been under the cost this week with work. And, um, he just messaged me saying that he's sorry he hadn't done a couple of pages. And I'm like, fucking okay, no, hell, don't worry, man. You know, just feel yeah. better. And he's, yeah. he's, he's the, You'll see the stuff that's coming out from him in a couple of weeks. Fucking great! I
3: think we Fucking saw a brilliant. DPS, didn't he? You showed us or a page, another lovely. Yeah. Oh man, really I'm so nice. close to that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's a good egg. Yeah. yeah. And hi to who's um in seclusion. He's gone away to work on a graphic novel. For a oh, of okay. Weeks. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He,
3: he's not got yeah. the vid.
2: I don't think so. No, no he's no. got a couple of other things, but you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, and we hope. Uh, of course, everyone, um, whether you're at the festival or whatever um keeping healthy and doing all right um we've um, done our tests and everyone on the slack seems to have tested themselves and been okay I think, yeah testing and then retesting as uh sarah harris very wisely pointed out on the twitter
3: because a lot of us got pings didn't we i i have to admit i don't have the app
0: yeah i didn't get
2: one um i can't remember somebody did didn't they there was somebody on twitter saying they had a table there and they got a a ping were not they yeah Mm. yeah okay
0: so yeah we love you all stay healthy and um, to carry on with the week, we might as well recommend some comics, haven't we? And since yeah. the guests always go first. Um, I was about to try and make it rude then, but I won't. I can't. John's too classy for that. Sorry the windows <laughs> open. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, what would you like to recommend to our lovely listeners?
1: Hauntings by Lise Plomelia. Yes. Nice. Yeah. She's yes. uh, I... on Unencumbered this week as well. Yeah. Ah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to steal Cliff's own work now. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean I, I I got a print copy of that book because um, uh, Lee, yeah. Lee sort of like trickled it out over her Patreon while she was running that, I believe. Um, yep. And then uh, when it was complete, uh, they put it online and um, as a print edition, I managed to grab one of those. I mean, it's, yeah, no, no secret that it's my book of the year. Ah, um, I, oh, I was... high five yeah well it is it yeah. absolutely is more, i mean it was just, yeah, I think it was just yeah. such a you know it was such a unique presentation like story like the kind of stories you don't normally see in sort of like graphic novel format because you know usually when when you get stuff that like leans more towards the sort of like this sort of like ethereal sort of like spooky sort of vaguely halloweeny element mm. to it, you know what I mean um all the ones in hauntings, it wasn't really about the scare. It was more about the feeling, is what I thought. It, it, which it, it was
0: immensely relatable because of it. That moment, like, yeah, so you, you walk home from the shops and you get a feeling like you can see something in the corner of your eye. It's that feeling, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. and you know, and, and and you could look at it and say, oh well, this, the, you know, because most of the stories didn't have what you would traditionally call like a payoff, did they? No, it wasn't like. And the yeah. scare was Dudum, you know, and there it is. It wasn't like that because. If you actually do get a little bit scared when you're out and about at night, you don't get a payoff. You just get like a lingering feeling. Yeah, yeah. and I've never seen that done like that. I just thought it was the presentation was like yeah. You know, I I think Lee's a wonderful artist. Obviously, that's no secret. I think she's ma- marvellous. Um, but it was just such a good presentation, really refreshing. Um. Way of telling stories, the art maps the stories perfectly. Mm-hmm. It was that weird little square book, you know. Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. It was just yeah. such a such a strange little thing. And I remember I read it, and then I read it again about an hour later, you know, because I've never seen anything like it. So yeah, like that's my. It's available digitally now. Uh, I'll get the link, but um it's um, it's available on the Gumroad. Yeah, Lee's April Amelia's Hauntings. Book of the Year 2021, bet the house on it. Yeah. Brilliant nice. stuff. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, it's
2: no secret. That's why we're on Patreon, after yes. listening to her talk it through. That's why we yeah. decided it'd be a good place for us, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Lee's, did it, Lee's did it really, really well, and smartly, and fairly as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. when when they, like, moved away from or, like, you know, they paused it. Yeah, know?
2: that's the right thing to do, yeah.
1: definitely. Yeah, 100% the right thing to do. Do you know what I mean? And it was all... And plus, it was, you know, um you can... Uh, you can subscribe to the Patreon to get this, this, and this, but you can also get the book at the end of it if you're not one for Patreon and all the rest of it, you know. So, there was a way into it, even if you're not a Patreon person. And all of I, th- I think the way Lee's handled the Patreon is really, really smart, but yeah, I mean, the, the book that came out at the end of it, Hauntings, I mean, my god, you know, and it's is so the next cheap. It's one like about two cooking euros. or something, is that right? I yeah, think actually. it is, yeah. yeah, yeah, really keen to see that. Yeah. but are so cheap for what it is and i mean you know because i i try and price my books like aggressively because i think like it's more important that people see them yeah you know like yeah, even if you're yeah. not making the yeah. most you know because I, I know i could charge more for murder i know i could right but it's more important for it to be this little you know cheap and cheerful thing and i think you know hauntings it was a like two euros or something like that like it's worth a lot more for what it is. You know, yeah. I, I And we talk fantastic. about
2: this, we were talking about this just before we came on. Some people overpriced their books so badly.
1: So oh, yeah. uh, yeah. same, same as it ever was. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's my yes. recommendation. Hauntings yes. by uh, April, I mean, yeah. yes.
0: oh, uh, don't be surprised, people, if you hear us talk about that book again before the end of the year. Um, who would like to go next? One, you go, V. here oh, okay. yeah, you go, Vince. Um, a, a Thought Bubble purchase, one of many purchases, actually. Um, it was a, a creator that was on the... You, you can't have a huge shopping list because there's only so much time in the day. But it was definitely a creator that hadn't had any of their work. And I, I I, sort of penciled out, sort of like, right, I need to visit his table. And it was nice to go up and just sort of say, we're talking about the price, looked at it, and I thought, this is really... Fucking reasonable, which made it even nicer to go. I'll have one of everything, please. Uh, <laughs> and this is the work of an artist who, if you're in London and you pass Gosh Comics at the moment, he's responsible for the amazing Christmas artwork that is adorning their windows. Have you I seen this? I saw him. I saw him painting it yesterday. Yes. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking amazing what he's done on those windows. It's so fun. I think mm. how, how a kid wouldn't walk past those windows and think oh, I want to go. You know, let's go get. some. I comics. didn't realize that
2: was him actually. Yeah, he was, he was sat down in the corner, painting Yeah, I'm yeah. going through. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah,
0: well, I am of course talking about it. Claude TC at Captain Claude on, and uh, he's on the t- shelves
2: in there as well because I think we're next to each other yeah, on the shelves. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now I, I know he's been um, making comics for years. I mean, like when I brought the books back, Tony, you said to me, "Yeah, he's been making comics for years." First,
2: and, first year of the show we reviewed was it Sharp Girl or something? I think yeah.
0: That might have been it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and I uh, literally, there was, um, he does several different series. If you go to Gronk Comics, um, which, which is a brilliant sort of um, web page and stuff, there's a selection of like different things like the illustration, and there's a shop. And he does like more of a comedy slice of life book called Journey Into Stupid. Um, and there's two series that I'm just going to uh, briefly talk about now. One of them, there's the People of World series. Um, of which there have been many sort of uh, comics, lots sort of mini comics made. It's a sci-fi action comedy series. Um, if you think um, you know, re- sort of Red Dwarf, um, Firefly, you know that sort of fast-paced action influenced by lots of different things. Um, but it's about um, sort of two char- two sort of uh, main characters, um, immortal uh, Ewan, who is like a human. That um, happens to be immortal, and um, who who is it? It's uh, Lovett, who's like an alien, sort of like co-pilot, and it's just those two characters. And every issue is a different sort of scenario. Um, there's lots of them. I'm I'm having so much fun, sort of like reading reading through them because it does feel like an episode of a sci-fi comedy show um, with with that sort of brilliant sort of sense of humour. And also, I love Claude's artwork as well. But the the two I um gonna talk about now is Cellar uh, on the Threshold. Um, which is basically about the two of them having to deal with a sort of um interdimensional almost like a not a lovecraftian but it's like a cosmic horror that happens to be a salesman um basically if you don't you know that is it what what is the um when you don't when you add your email to a subscription list and all of a sudden you get fucking inundated with people trying to sell you shit it's that someone was okay. uh, one of the characters is doing a blog and because she did <laughs> because she clicked a, a, a link now they're being haunted by this huge creature that's trying to sell them all kinds of things um, it <laughs> is monstrous and horrific but it's fucking hilarious because if you've ever you know you know, when you just you're, you google something and all of a sudden the fucking cookies are trying to sell you oh yeah you remember you like this well and they're saying things like look I bought a fridge once why do you think I want another fucking fridge because I've bought a fridge stop <laughs> recommending me fridges uh, <laughs> I get that with sheds.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you love a shed, though, Tony. I do love sheds.
0: Um, yeah, and that one's uh, a brilliantly sort of—you know—they're all brilliantly witty, well-written. Um, there's that. There's almost—you know—you can tell there's a Douglas Adams sort of influences. Um, there's a brilliant sort of a. <laughs> one of the characters creates an ad blocker, which is a weapon, basically. Um, which helps deal with something and I don't want to spoil it for you this one also on the back of it I thought oh yes such a great sort of mini comic highly accomplished look on the back and it just says an improvised comic made in about a week and I was like fuck's sake (laughs) you know what I mean when people can just turn around and just think just make a comic i uh I love you, people that can do this. And John's the kind of bloke that's responsible for that kind of hatred as well.
1: Um, I'm as annoyed about people who can do that as anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because especially when you see, I can't we things, take forever. When you see these,
0: these highly sort of polished, you know, because obviously Claude's his art, he's. he's because he's drawing all the time he's got it down to a fine art for want of a better word mm. and it, you see his style constantly growing and i know i know he's been making these comics for years but the, the newest one which came out of thought bubble was a viscera sarah uh, whatever will bleed will bleed um as soon as i saw mm. that title on twitter i thought well i'm fucking buying that because i love you it love a title like don't you? i love a title yeah, like that right? and on the back it yeah. says they're after your bits maybe maybe even your pieces it's not as sexual as it sounds um, this one's more of like a straight up action comic uh, where the crew uh, are having to run away by these characters called the Borgies and they're very much sort of Borg like it's like a but a little bit grosser it's, it's almost um, yeah it's hard, it's hard to explain but this one's a, a full on them running away trying to escape from this planet and then this, this Borg like entity infects like a giant space dragon seriously you have to say it sci-fi ideas are always like this aren't they if you try saying them out loud it sounds absolutely bonkers Um, but when you're reading it you're like yeah it makes total sense us is
4: fine
0: (laughs) Mm, fine. Um, but when they're um, when they're just sort of like their ship's like a complete mess and when they're looking at it thinking oh god we need to fix the ship oh no the, the shower's buggered there's a jammed trash compactor there's a strange and unpredictable fridge and what, what they look up and say have you seen all these cables hanging all over the place how did that even happen and the line that made me laugh out loud is we're basically hurtling through the cosmos in student accommodations which I think <laughs> as soon as you see that everyone knows what kind of state that fucking yeah. ship is in shit up. <laughs> what a shit yeah. up um, yes that one yeah so I love <laughs> the the people um, yeah people of world um, and I think there's a collection there, there, there's a couple of strips separate strips which are on Grant Comics and the other one I'm going to talk about, which is Swan, swan Zeus, um, which I sent a page of. the
2: Swan sex comic you sent me.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah. yeah, I was wondering what this is going to be about. This is basically... Sex comic. It, it, it's the it's the story of, a, like, a horny douche bro um, fella as Zeus. It is Zeus, the god. He just happens to be... Um, he has the head of a swan. And... Uh, is walking around in a tiny pair of denim shorts and with his, with a with a massive knob out that throughout the whole book is blacked out like like there's a black box all over it, it
2: looks, censorship gone crazy
0: but but it only adds to the humor um, because it starts with there's a woman more past the bush and you just hear hey baby sup talking Bush no baby. I'm a swan. Check out this fine neck. So, wanna fuck? (laughs) And (laughs) it just... Reminds me of a thought bubble. It gets crazier (laughs) from there. Because Swan Zeus has like a chiselled, you know, Adonis-like figure. He approaches from this bush and he goes, Man, what is the point of being Zeus and also a swan if it doesn't get me laid? What's not what's not to love power of a God, grace of a swan, I'm graceful, and he thrust his going forward and says, I'm graceful as fuck <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, this is, and it is just a wonderful sort of I was reading it going, What the hell is this, but I think with some of the craziness we've Read over a few years, and certainly over the past couple of years, as we've really dipped our toe into the crazy sort of like underground comic scene and some of the weird and wonderful stuff that happens there. My brain was ready for this, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, you know, is this going to turn around? Is this is this going to be? Is there going to be a morality tale? You know, is it going to be a tweak? No, <laughs> Swan, Zeus is, Swan, Swan Zeus is just a dickhead.
3: <laughs> Tony through. pointed out that that this kind of stuff is kind of like on the up, isn't it, T?
2: Yeah, I think so. so yeah. I think, I think if you look at, I always think of the sort of the trend-setting shelves is is the god shelves, isn't it? Really, mm, that's where yeah, we see where yeah. what's happening, what's hot, and, and yeah. what's not. And I think that the underground is really on the rise again. Yeah. Um,
0: like this, like all the other godlike characters in this um, is uh, who is it? Who's the um, oh, is it oh god? What's the Hera? Is it Hera? Is that that's his said? wife? Yeah, that's his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a shark's head, you know. So it's all these, and she leaves him in prison, and uh, and he just he says, "Ain't no prison cell can hold my godliness," and then he literally breaks out of prison by stabbing his dick through a wall. <laughs> so, <laughs> over, over We've and all over. been there when we've
2: been desperate. Yeah. you know what I mean? Easy to yeah. yeah, and yeah.
0: then when he when he when he leaves, there's this this real shocked kid standing there, and he goes, "What are you looking at, kid? Fuck off." <laughs> um, I just thought yeah, this book's great i th- I think there's a link I think it was uh, um also a sort of web comics that you can you can read through so and he he just printed it, but as soon as I saw the cover, I just thought yeah this this is great so so claude obviously he's got lots of different comics go go to uh dot com um but it, it, i knew I knew it was going to deliver um and I just love it, and I also think like the people of world stuff is' almost if you could sort of, um, you know, sort of movie nights where you watch two, you know, uh, a double feature, it's almost like that would fit quite well with the loose scanning type of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Okay, it's, it's that. Yeah, it's that, it's that real kind of like you can you have a great afternoon of just reading some hilarious sci-fi comics that love the sci-fi as much as they like making the jokes. I think that's the quite important. Bit you can tell it's made by people who genuinely like the thing that mm. they're sort of riffing off so yes at Captain Claude 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 TC um, huge fan can't wait for more and I'm going to look for I'll be reading those over the next few days catching up on them so you there, came yeah. back
2: with a big bundle of them yeah yeah
0: yeah because yeah, yeah, there's some mini comics as well because he was like oh yeah you can get those you know for free and stuff like yeah. that so I bought a whole load so yeah it was great and there's also those um Oh, sort of mini-comics, which I'm, I'm quite a fan of. And I know uh, James Lawrence with La Mariposa done it, you know, in the black and white interiors.
4: Yeah. It's a mm. black
0: and white cover, but it's like a different, like one's a green, printed on b- green card. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we're doing
2: like, with I, Flesh and Ink. Yeah. yeah.
0: They're ash aren't they? Yeah, and hmm. I, just, I just love is that, that the name for them? Yeah, it's a, real nice, um, it's a real nice look and feel to the, to the books, which is, yeah, cool. So, yeah. It's, it's that's
3: that whole thing of getting them done cheap and then getting them in people's hands to read them.
0: yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah yeah it's cheap but also quality
0: do you know what i mean because what yeah. you're getting is quality and that's that's what we're all about so yeah go forward and check that out okay who would like to go next
2: i think i'm oh it's you dan go on you go
3: i've got a couple i've got three i'm trying to desperately trying to get through all the lovely books to go through uh thought public i want to give a shout out to you v for uh black because it's oh, nice, be uh, a shout. Yeah, lovely little too. book oh it's great Awakening alone, a mysterious warrior known only as the vassal traverses the strange and barren landscape filled with monstrosities. Uh, and it starts off you and Daniel Marchant, you doing the drawings and Daniel Marchant with the words, and you you take the reins uh, mm. near the end of the book. Mm. Uh, I absolutely loved that book. Really Biggest drawing. seller on the table. Yeah. <laughs> just you. shy of the mark, weren't we? What no, we, we made the it, didn't we, to the mark. Oh, we made it. Yeah, yeah I think because I, I bought okay. one on the last day, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, um,
3: I had someone pop over to the table. Uh, uh, Rich Watkin, who's uh, gave me a copy of Digital Chapter 1. And that's uh, a story by Rich Watkin and Zeki Hanan. Hanan sorry. Uh, Flavio Pot does the pencils, things, colours. Daniel De La Cruz, colour separations. I'm not sure what colour separations is. Is that flat? Is it flattening? Or? I guess, is it? Yeah. Okay, Okay. Uh, Mason, Solomine, lettering and design, and Flavio Pot cover art. And essentially... Uh, I'm gonna have to tank through these because I've got a number of these reviews to do. But uh, think in uh, a shorthand term, Serenity meets Terminator, with the the world have been taken over by sort of uh, AI machines which want to end humanity, and it flo- follows a group of three plucky individuals that they take off into space to uh, evade their fate. Little do they know they've they've got a surprise in store, which is revealed on the last panel, which I'm not going to uh, spoil. So that's one to check out. Uh, one I picked up on your recommendation, V. I'm not sure if you mentioned this, Tony. Team okay. of the White Horse. No, I yeah, didn't. So. Yeah, yeah, I talked about that on uh, yeah, previous. So yeah, written by Ian right. uh, Mondrick, art by uh, Benjamin uh, Philby, colors by Leslie Uh, at, at uh Fuck me, I'm murdering <laughs> these things. Zach Sam Letters, Danny Law uh, with a script editor, and the cover by Kim Mayout. The cover is absolutely lovely. And uh, essentially it takes place in like a, it's like a distribution center. Uh, is that right, V? And it it's yeah. like, yeah. I can't quite place where it is in the world, but essentially it's like at night snowy and you get these half dozen, three or four workmen who take this package on yeah. from an automated delivery. It's and... got that sort
0: of like, um, you know, the thing, an isolated sort of, you know, yeah. perfect sort of like place in the middle of nowhere in the middle of a storm and a small group of people that work in
3: there. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like average joes and they get a bit too curious for their own good and yeah. start opening this package and it starts going badly wrong for them but uh that's it's it feels a bit folky the uh the horror yes yeah. yeah
0: it's it's like got a epic folk in some it. kind of way
3: yeah. yeah yeah epic folk so uh it, there's a continuation is that right yeah, yes, so more than this book.
0: A, yeah, yeah, I believe there's another couple of books. I don't know whether they're sequels or they're sort of okay. spiritual sequels, sort of thing. But um, yeah, I would like to check them out. Uh, the
3: title was "The Team of the White Horse" and yeah, uh, the the Johnny Cash song. He kind of you get the idea of uh, what is going to be in that tomb. Uh, the only, I'd say I fought with the artwork, like some of the perspective on some of the, the scenes. Like the art's perfectly perfectly serviceable, but some of the perspective is like, oh, God, they're so jarring. It brought oh, me, you me the that. story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, most of the time I just looked past it. There was, there was a couple where it, it felt like he was like in an extra picture. It was really just like, bloody hell, that's really... Not great and considering like you you, this guy's got the skills to do the art i just think this i'm not sure when this came out maybe you kind of spend some time polishing that up that'd be you would make your art even better So uh, yeah apart from that fantastic it's tough man and that's me tony are you you done uh yeah i've just got well
2: mine's actually review of five comics but they're all the same series um So, Chad in Amsterdam, which we, was he, me and you, Dan, were at the table when he sort of ran over Chad, didn't he? Chad Bilyeu, an American dude, and gave us, um, gave me five comics. We were in the case, if anyone gave us comics, whoever they gave them to would snatch them (laughs) and put them in their bag. Yeah. And that was kind of the world we were living in. I said, right, I'm keeping these ones. And um, so, Chad um, had a table, I think he had a table at Thought (laughs) um, And he handed me, Chad in Amsterdam, issues one to five, um, and I put, Issue two, just sort of randomly put a couple of the Thought Bubble comics in my bag when I did my um commute to gosh yesterday, I read I read number two. And having read them all now, I think number two is probably my favourite. And it tells the story of Chad, who's an American dude, Um but he's kind of decided to remake his life a bit and he's moved to Amsterdam. And he lives above a sex shop in uh, the real, you know, the, the bit we've all been to. You know, nobody goes to look at bloody castles, do they? Or churches in Amsterdam. We just go and look at that bit, don't we? Um, you know, if you come out the train station, it's on the left. We all know where it is. Um, you're being quiet, but I know you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> and um, he he writes it. Um, and there's a team of artists who draw it with him. He gets them in to do stuff, and um, with some really impressive um, covers as well. Um, cover two, issue two. I sent it to you guys. You know, it has a really yeah. interesting drawing in black and white of the Basilica of Saint Nicholas. I had to look it up, uh, and the surrounding area in the old district of Amsterdam. And it's like this fucking hell i don't even know you draw that detailed it's incredible it's like an overhead view of um all all the sort of skyline you know beautiful beautiful cover um it's almost hilariously at counterpoint with what is in the book because the book you know you see that and you think oh my god Amsterdam! how beautiful you know this is incredible and you open it up and it's fucking it's it's all about the sleazy bit of amsterdam which I, i love i love that he's playing with your sort of preconceptions there which i think is always a good thing to do and um I actually think that Chad inhabits the comics world. Um, that he would find us good bedfellows to be part of. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. He's got that sort of slightly pure role, but there's, he's saying something as well. And there's a—it's there's, quite heartfelt, and there's a bit of personality in it, which I really liked. Um,
0: it's one of the, the um, one of the tables when I was walking around Thought Bubble yeah um, i think it was uh was it sunday morning or saturday yeah i think it was sunday morning or saturday morning he wasn't at a table but it was one of the um when i saw the books they caught my eye and i kept meaning to go around and go back because I, I i was like this looks like great stuff i want yeah, yeah want to yeah. talk to him so we'll have to get him on the show right, okay. yeah he come
2: over he's a good he was good he, uh, quick but good company and I, I don't know if he'd heard us or anything but he came and handed the books over and i've certainly reached out to him mm. to say i would be talking about it today and the 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 for I I have spent some time working and I've been to Amsterdam a number of times, um, obviously, and um, all, all over Holland. In fact, um, I spent quite a lot of time working in the Hague as well. And the, it really is reminiscent of the the feeling I I got when I went there in the sort of mid to early two thousands. Um, it's you can you can smell the you know the, the reek of weed in the air, you know, and the he, the stories features. Prostitutes and the artistic side of the city and the seedy side of the city and the relaxed world of Amsterdam and he does in part of the in number of the comics actually talk a lot about the culture of the country um, and also the um, often brushing up of the culture between the culture of America which he's from and his, this new place he lives in It is interesting. Um, the um, <laughs> it starts page one which has got art by a guy called Eric Y um it starts with him walking out you know he's having a good time in a bar walks he ties his bike up goes in has a good time in this bar chatting to his friends leaves and then just says where in the fuck is my bike you know he has his bike stolen and it's about this sort of this challenge he has to work around um the the suits of amsterdam to try and find his bike and i don't know if anyone has ever worked with anyone who has a business or is you know in government or anything in amsterdam you can't get them before lunchtime it's not easy you know i mean I think they like they love a long lay-in in that city. Mm-hmm. And he has the same experience. He has to get a tram or bus out to um where they where all the bikes get and he finds this really nice geezer. And I'll tell you what he does as well, he nails the um the accent in writing, which is not a diff- is not an easy thing to do. No. Um it, I have been informed that they have misplaced your bike. And he spells it like that. You know, it's, it's really well done. I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, and he sort of wanders around casually chatting to this bloke who he sort of makes friends with. But I have to say, the one that really, um, really stood out for me was, um, it's called Spionnet. I think it's how you pronounce it. It's written by him, Art by X Graphics, who is also known as Ivan Spasajevic. Um, and it's, 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 it's not really about Chad, but it's around the voices he hears from the street outside, and about a group of four blokes who are um, gathered outside of, a, I suppose, a brothel, I suppose, what it is. And there's a couple of women in underwear. You know, they're not supermodels standing outside trying to encourage people to come in. And one of them says, um, he, one of them's on his phone, and he says he is speaking with his mother. And he, he says, no, it's his missus. His hat, who is on phone with girlfriend in red light district? Only a pussy. That's who. <laughs> <Just> it's <idiots. laughs> horrific women you know um, and then um, one of them ends up going in to have sex with one of them and um, the, the, two, the two mates stand outside in one panel they're standing outside in another panel kicking their feet about and the next one he comes out and he says what the fuck mate that was like four minutes and he went I just paid 50 quid to have the worst sex of my life I couldn't grab her tits any position other than her riding me was 50 quid more bloody fucking hell who can keep an erection with all that going on? And the just wander <laughs> off. And it's just the perfection of an overheard conversation that you hear from the sort of you know, horrific horrific English people who can get pissed in that area. Do you know what I mean? It really is. He's got um, a kind of guide to the universe thing about himself. Um, and it's just various strips. He, and they really are an anthology of five issues. Some land, some don't. But I, in the most part, I found them all enjoyable and informative. Um, and they are lovely. They're um, five euros each, which is pretty a pretty good deal for a comic these days. American comic size, color covers, black and white interiors, really good. Um, and like I say, you get like a bit of local history in it, in the strips, and also in some of the illustrations as well. Um, it's published by Bistro Books in Amsterdam, and you can find Chad on Chad in Amsterdam at Chad in Amsterdam on Instagram or buys comics at. Chad in Nl, You get all five issues for 30 euros, which is a pretty good deal, actually. Yeah, one to look out for. There
0: you go. Nice. Nice what, one. One absolutely epic lineup of books. Always happens. Always happens yeah. post convention. I've reading. still got loads to talk about. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, got I've loads. I've got plenty, plenty to read. And of course, there's always this stuff that, because comics are still being made. God bless us, everyone. Um, <laughs> Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> i just got sent one from uh remember i was talking about that slasher superhero one with one of their group is uh, a serial killer and they don't know which one it's oh, been yeah. sent that on the Kickstarter, oh, yeah. so i'm looking forward cool to getting stuck into that
0: oh nice nice well so you're gonna have plenty more comics and awesomeness to look forward to and the lead up to crimbo god i can't believe it's almost here um but we hope you enjoyed this week's episode if there's um anything you want us to shout about on the show um with christmas coming up if there's any i don't know some nice charity drives or something satanic flea market we're we're trying
3: to set up a charity drive aren't we yeah yeah Yeah. 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 that's in the works if you can join in the slack uh we're, we're discussing that now
0: yeah um, but I'll if, be at the
2: Satanic Flea Market on the 12th. Come along. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I'll exactly. be wearing, I've dyed my coastal chinos black. That'll be fine. Oh, and Adam is wearing <laughs> black tape over his nipples.
0: <laughs> lovely. He's not
2: yeah. oh, can I give a shout out to Nick Prolix as well? I was chatting to uh, my brother Nick, and um, he just might need cheering up. So go say hello to him.
0: Yes, yeah. lovely Nick. Fine, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, if there's anything you want us to shout about on the show, then you can email us, awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the awesome Pod, where who knows what we'll be we talking about on the run up to Christmas. Uh, if you do the Book of face, Faces, then go to facebook.com slash awesomecomicspodcast. Join the community group Awesome Comics Talk and keep the chat going on there. Keep the discussion going. Likewise, keep the discussion going on the Awesome Comics Slack channel. Uh, if you want to join us, get in touch, let us know, and we'll send you the details. There's lots of different On of rooms, fire today, man. Rooms, we just hit 100 members. 100 rooms, members. 100 rooms, discussions, et cetera. Someone
3: made the joke that that would make a really good weekend. And yeah, it would Yeah. That's the kind of humor you get on the
2: Slack.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, um, thank you for listening to us. Whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, then subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out about the show, all the comics that we talk about, and all the wonderful people like John Tucker that we get yeah. uh, get on the show every week. Get um, yeah, a movie
2: made of your comic as well.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it it really couldn't be simpler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you list us on any other networks like spotify amazon stitcher PodNose, Podknife, pod knife what other networks are we on Tony. and um, we're at a
4: podcast
2: i didn't hear about until i was at thought bubble and it's called pod gob gob ask gob
3: mm-hmm. there
0: you go um which is actually the, the original noise. <clears throat> sorry the pa- samantha Mumba. <laughs> <Yay! laughs> time machine what, what was time machine <laughs> that was it um God, those terrible in jokes that everyone has yeah, from hates. a thought bubble yeah. weekend, Yeah. Um, and the other stories that you'll never know about until you read the tell-all book that will take place in a, about twenty years about how this this podcast rose to prominence, took over the world, and the I miss visits. Chrissy. No, and we ended up. They'd
3: be out. on a uh, CBS reality like True Crimes or some <laughs> shit. <out of. laughs>
0: the club closes at uh-huh. four, but I danced till five. <laughs> Don't you look at me? What are you laughing um, at? So <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, we make
2: comics. Tell us a joke. Tell us a joke. No, no it's I
0: not really like those kind of, of comics. Um, <laughs> to <laughs> anyone who wants to follow us, where can they find us online, et cetera? Tony.
2: Uh, Patreon.com forward slash tribute press.
3: There you go. Uh, Dan. I don't know my Patreon at the top of my head, but it's Vanguard Comic. And i am sort of got a presence on Twitter, but I'm trying to come off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, myself just, off. Look
0: for, just look for Vanguard Comic. Vanguard and, Comic. And yeah. you find Dan. Yeah.
3: I'll, uh, I'll be in there
0: yeah you can find me on the socials at jester diablo if you want a copy of black i'm not gonna have a store but if you want a copy of black a couple of people have got in touch with me then just give me a message just give me a dm um stick I'll, it on I'll, I'll, stick, I'll, it
2: I'll, stick it on uh, never on anything yeah. Yeah. just stick it on there and i can let you know we, we're,
3: we're, we should say that about all the fucking titles like get in contact with us if you want a, yeah. one of our comics yeah. if you didn't get yeah. a chance to pick it up at the yeah. show because
0: yeah yeah
3: copies are available
0: yeah, there you go and uh the marvelous john tucker Let's, let's take let's take a time to really cherish this moment because he's too big for his britches. He'll never be right? back. He'll never be back. <laughs> um, uh, John, no, seriously, thank you very much for joining us, dude. We're, we're so... We're pleased as punch for yeah, you. Yeah, we are, man. And, and like all the different endeavours you're doing. But where can people... Wouldn't with... be for everyone, but we are for you. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> um, but if people want to like... Just say they haven't discovered your work yet, where can and your, your podcasts and everything else you do, where can they go again?
1: Um, probably the easiest place to go is um, if you go to John Tucker dot co dot uk. There's links there to everything. You can get book um, copies of my books from there. Uh, you can get the podcast from there. That's called uh, This Foul Earth. That's available in all, I think all the directories. Highly um, recommended. Um, all the like a, they're like like fifteen
0: minute chunks, aren't they? They're not like <laughs> yeah, like, they're just little. It's not a ridiculous over long episode like this sort of thing.
1: <laughs> it's it's <laughs> little like yeah, like ten ten to fifteen minute stories. You know, just nonsense. With a Bit of ambient music underneath it, nice and easy. Um, I go on Twitch every now and again, um, where I end up arguing with nitwits. Um, if you go on uh, twitch.tv forward slash John Tucker Art to watch me struggle against the tide on there, um, yeah, uh, johntucker.co.uk is probably the easiest uh place to find me. Uh, but I just want to say thank you very much for having me back on the show, Always and pleasure, also, babes. uh, thank you very much for all the support that you've given me over the years because, as I said earlier. Um, When I first released Bald as a comic, I sent it out to a couple of places, and most of them gave me absolute dust, but uh, (laughs) Tony uh, Tony reviewed it, Um, Awesome Comics Podcast has always been very good to me. Um so I'm very, very grateful for the support. I, I'm sorry to end the show on a sincere note. We could see <laughs> we could see the we could see the big
2: time coming for you, John. We yeah. just wanted to be on your tailcoat, you know. Coat yeah, I'm tail. very,
1: very grateful for all the support I've had from from this show and its uh, listenership over very the years. Man. You're very kind. Good yeah, okay. dude, yeah. Thank it's,
0: you. It's well deserved, John. Yeah, exactly. yeah well-deserved. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I agree, but I'm just grateful. <laughs> I know, I know, I know.
0: You should be getting the PayPal email in a minute. Uh, you should get the yeah. money. You should get that money through. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, <laughs> check out John's work and look out for, you know, who doesn't love uh, little film festivals and stuff? So look out for a short film festivals. so you can see yourself. Yeah. itself. Um, and if you just can't wait, just buy the fucking book. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy it. a
2: book anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just think of how much that'll be worth in a few years' time. Yeah, John, will even sign it for you.
1: Yeah, will you, John? Uh, yeah, any any of the ones that have been bought after the film come out, I have been signing them, but I've also been writing a "Bandwagon Jumper" on the back. In <laughs> <Yeah. Beautiful. laughs> can't get can't get around it. Sorry, it's a it's technicality, but yeah. I'm legally,
2: legally obliged
1: to. Do
0: you think everyone's ever knitted a like a like a jumper with the word "Bandwagon" on it? That'd be great, wouldn't it? Do you know I I mean? bet you, if you peaches. literally had a jumper, like a Christmas jumper with bandwagon <laughs> written on it, no one would ever yeah. get it unless they knew the English language. That's
3: I'm just the looking at Pixie peaches, that Twitter.
0: For...
3: <laughs> That's a hell of a bio. Yeah.
0: Anyway, oh speaking, of, speaking of bio... do your LinkedIn bio. D- d- speaking of bio, <laughs> it's time for us to say good bio. So thank you for <laughs> listening, everyone. I hope wherever you are, you're happy, healthy, doing all right, and uh, we all love you. Even Tony. No. Uh, No, he does. He does. (laughs) He does. And uh, uh, John will wave at you from his yacht. (laughs) So that's how much he loves you. Um, (laughs) But wherever you are in the world, thank you very much for listening. Uh, go, Go forth, read loads of comics, make loads of comics. And as always, from Dan, Tony, John and myself, have a great week. And what should they do? stay awesome stay awesome
1: come on John you're not too big for this so, sorry stay I, I didn't I didn't realise it extended to non-cast members stay awesome oh no yeah
3: yeah Yeah. a <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: circle yeah. John In inner circle
3: yeah
0: you're, yeah, you're yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. bye everyone bye see ya. Uh,